Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antinomocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20.
space time. Loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. And asking questions of you in earnest. Into the digital darkness. Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. What's up, guys? This is the show where we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are. That's right. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. This show is live. We are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Twitter, which used to be Periscope. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And of course, of course, we have an open phone line. We've got multiple open phone lines, and we've got a Discord. If you want to join the show at any point, give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Yeah, there it is. Uh, I say I'm broadcasting from a bunker. Everybody says it. I'm the only one with receipts. You can see it right there on the stream itself. I'm in the bunker, and there's no denying it. There's literally no denying it. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we'll put you on the show. It's as simple as that. And uh, you could also join the Discord. We've got a, a couple different Discord uh, chat rooms going. Uh, Discord is a chat client. It's a voice client. It's what the uh, the, the youngsters use to play video games. And, uh, of course, we, we actually use it to do a talk show because, well, uh, we, we can be clever too, us older types, <laughs> us middle-ager types, us... Us folks that uh, know technology as well, uh, we are we use it to do some other things, not just play video games. But Discord is amazing. It's one of those programs that if you haven't joined it yet, you haven't seen it yet, you're not familiar with it yet, we're not sponsored by them. It's just that fantastic of a program. Go to troubledminds.org and click the Discord link. There's usually discussion going on there, at least in chat form, almost 24 hours a day. And click the Discord link. It's right on top. And uh, everything Troubled Minds, just go to troubledminds.org. That's the official website. Phone numbers right Right there we're streaming right on the website itself again if you're you're looking for anything to find us that's the best place to go and also join the discord because that's where all of the information comes from and goes to uh so for our for the first announcements you're going to get from troubled minds will go straight to the discord and twitter of course but twitter's a secondary thing so anyway and also we have another one uh it's the same program. It's a different room. It's uh, for Fringe FM. Go to fringe.fm slash chat, and that will give you uh, a direct uh, link invite to, uh, to to the uh, to the Fringe Discord. And yes, uh, ENS works. I see you there. You are in the correct chat. I'm trying to watch all the chats, guys. I have like I have all those different chats. I'm trying to watch. So uh, we will. Uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, there you go. Uh, just so you know. It is a, a lot of things going on. I try to do uh, 10 things at once while we're doing this. And it's it, it, like I said, everything looks easier on TV. That's why on the stream here, I have myself on television because, well, everything looks easier on TV. Uh, all right. So, okay. So uh, that's what we're doing tonight. And we're talking about all those things. Now, 
going through a bunch of stuff now now of course you know as as we go through news cycles and i kind of look at this stuff and see what's going on you know we've got uh, the weather is starting to cool off in some places i'm sure the the nor- northeastern seaboard is kind of uh, maybe chilling out just a little bit and we're into autumn we're into fall and things are starting to seem what a little halloweenish a little halloweeny if you know what i'm saying and uh well it, it kind of gets you thinking in terms of um spooky things things that go bump in the night and so i try and pay attention to that as, as some of this information kind of comes out into the news cycles and uh you know peel some of it out and talk about spooky things uh but of course well uh, we aren't quite there yet we still have several weeks to halloween and uh we're not into that just yet so i found something else that's a little bit different and uh if you guys <laughs> if you guys have not seen this uh it's one of those things that's actually been happening for years now literally years and there's a this the the depth of this conversation goes all over the place as you guys know uh we are uh sort of discussing this in terms of uh always open-ended always where do you guys want to take this conversation but there are some mysteries in the universe yet that people have yet to really put an answer to and i think that's um it's a good thing right it's good to have a little bit of mystery in the universe and you know uh instead of living in that world where we have um uh, well, let's say let's say no mysteries left. Can you imagine living in a universe where no mystery resides, and you're left there all by yourself with all the answers? Well, maybe not by yourself. Maybe there's others, but uh, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. And so, well, there there is mystery that still exists, and this is from uh, actually there's a, an individual by the name of Anton Petrov. All right, he's got a fantastic YouTube channel. If you guys haven't seen his channel, uh, I'm going to link it. Our night skies change. There he is. There he is. There he is with the autoplay coming in with the autoplay. But uh, okay, so I'm going to link the channel. It's it's in the the notes already on YouTube, so you guys can see all my all my sources as always. Uh, but here's the individual's YouTube channel. Okay, and here's the actual um, uh, actual. Um, there it is. I'm putting it in all the chats. There we go. Okay. There we go. Okay. All right, uh, so let's see. Um, let me make sure I got all this working. Okay. All right, uh, E-N, there we go. S, there we go. All right. So, okay. So now now Anton actually did a video uh, just yesterday. This was yesterday. But again, like I said, this has been ongoing for years. This has been one of those situations where um, it, it, it continues to baffle scientists because uh, it, it basically defies everything we know about the universe at large. And there's some theories here, of course. And what I'm talking about is, uh, yeah, over 700 stars mysteriously vanished in the last 70 years. But why? And that's the name of uh, Anton Petrov's video here, which again is fantastic stuff. I did link it. Please check this guy out. He uh, he's an actual astronomer, like actual academic astronomer, and he does all kinds of like uh, space type stuff, right? Clearly, like an astronomer might. It explains a lot of the more complicated things to uh, laymen, uh, you know, regular folks like us. And uh, notably and interestingly, uh, this this mystery with the stars disappearing from the night sky. 
he doesn't have an answer for. He's got some theories, and uh, he says that uh, the academics really have no idea. But, yes, this is happening. And so Robert actually described this uh, earlier this summer. He, he called in. Uh, Robert, you know who you are out there over on Rockfin. Uh, Robert called in, and he was calling into the show and just discussing whatever the topic was for the evening. And he asked me, he said, Michael, do you, do you notice when you look at the night sky, has the, the stars changed at all? And I, I hadn't really considered it right because, uh, you know, I do walk the dog at night. And so, you know, you, you kind of take for granted some of the things that maybe you look up for and see or don't see. And you kind of expect them to be there even though they may or may not be. Okay. So this is the weirdness of all this is that, uh, so he, after Robert mentioned that, did you notice that maybe the stars are different? Maybe that, uh, the stars in the sky are not there as they once were. And I thought, huh, that's strange. And so the next time I went to take the dog for a walk, the next evening, actually it was that same evening, I uh, looked up in the, in the sky. And wouldn't you know it, wouldn't you know it, uh, it was a nice full moon and I could see clearly there was no cloud cover. But it seemed to me that the stars were actually missing from the night sky. Not all of them. I could see three or four super bright ones. But you know, like uh, kind of in a star-filled sky, you sort of see this, um, you know, you're able to see stars all over the damn place. I mean, I don't live, I do live in Las Vegas, but it's not straight down like on the strip with like a bunch of lights and all that crazy stuff. It's, uh, you know, I live far away from the city, basically, you know, as far away as you can get. And so, I don't know, It's it seems that uh, Robert was correct. He was right. Um, what's up, Flatfellow? Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, shooting a hole in the things I'm promoting. I appreciate that quite a lot. Uh, but yeah, okay. So uh, now, now the thing is this, right? So I was out looking at the the stars, and they didn't seem to be there. They didn't seem to be there. And uh, so Bill in the chat says they look closer to him. Well, I did notice that there was a whole bunch of not stars where there should have been stars and i didn't you know i'm not taking star maps and you know taking pictures and comparing on a day-to-day basis i'm not trying to make this a scientific experiment because there's other people that are actually doing that but it, it got me wondering okay so what is going on with the stars could it be cloud cover could it be who knows right maybe maybe the the light from the the full moon is kind of washing them out all that other stuff right um it's uh i don't know like it kind of makes you think, okay? It makes you think. It makes you wonder about what's going on out there. And so, you know, it actually brought to mind a, an article from the old days. And this is, we're talking years in the making, this article and this conversation, because they've, been, they've had their eyes on the sky uh, for, for decades trying to figure out what in the world is going on up there, meaning in particular that in the 1950s, they did a sky survey, multiple sky surveys, of course, because you're, you know, you're trying to image stars out there in the, in the galaxy, in the universe, everywhere else. And you're, you know, you're trying to determine distance and all these other things, right? Just doing science, actually looking up at the sky and taking photographs and all the rest of that. All right. And that's what they were doing back in the fifties. They were sky imaging and getting, uh, you know, actual sky maps of these particular stars well fast forward what uh fast forward 70 years later and what's happening is we're missing probably in the range of 700 to 800 stars okay now 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 weirdness okay not just we're missing these stars okay not like Michael Strange took his dog for a walk and noticed there were no stars nothing like that okay that's anecdotal 
This, on the other hand, is science. They're actually able to pull up the old star maps from the 1950s and overlay them to what is happening now from from brand new images, okay, uh, in the last 10 years type of thing. And what are they noticing? Yeah, you bet. They're noticing that stars are missing. And so from all the old imaging, sky images they had back in the 1950s, they're actually noticing that uh, even like less than 10% of it has actually been uh, been uh, checked to the to the you know to the modern charts but already with less less than 10 percent of the sky double checked 70 years later we're missing at least 700 stars it's closer to 800 stars total and so it makes you wonder what on earth is going on out there i think that's the weirdness of this and uh, that's why we get together and talk about these things because like i said there still is mystery in this universe and uh there still is uh a lot of crazy things happening out there that nobody really knows and yeah so i don't know uh with this again it, it kind of makes my mind wander in in many different directions which is what we'll talk about tonight but uh, as always i want to hear from you the deal is this i always say this and this is the truth right i'm me you're you but together we're us and the whole reason we do this show live is to include you and get your ideas on what you think is actually happening here now Right, uh, it, it brings to mind some some just thrown out some cursory ideas here. Uh, well, it's a scientific thing. Maybe they're being covered up by some sort of interstellar cloud framework that we can't really recognize. Okay, sure, maybe. All right, maybe it's a natural thing. Sure, fine. Uh, maybe uh, they're talking about uh, not supernovas because if a star were to disappear in a supernova, it actually explodes basically, and so it becomes you know maybe factors of ten times brighter than it was previously. And even in ancient uh, ancient uh, astronomy, there are particular instances of supernova stars being sighted by astronomers in like the fifth or sixth century, things like this. So when they happen, they're very very obvious. Okay, these supernovas, as it were. Uh, there's these other things called a Nova star. And interestingly, uh, this, this name keeps coming up, doesn't it? Uh, that one, probably the most famous Nova star that we've spotted is actually goes, actually goes by the name Algol, <laughs> Al, right? A-L-G-O-L. And uh, I didn't actually determine that we were going to talk about that tonight, but it was odd that as I was just kind of looking into some of these things uh, in what they might be, well, that star came up, and it's nicknamed uh, the Demon Star, all right? Algol, A-L-G-O-L, and it's what's known as a nova, okay? It's not a supernova. Like I said, they explode at, at factors of 10 times brighter. They're very difficult to miss in the night sky. Even with the naked eye, you're able to see supernovas, okay? Uh, but... Now, this Algol star, which is, again, weird that it kind of comes to this because I hadn't even considered talking about this star tonight, the demon star, as it were. This is what's known as a nova. And what a nova star does is it actually fades in and out. And so, you know, there are examples of this in astronomy, but not a ton of them. So, it, it, you know, while Algol is known as the demon star, it fades in and out. It also is uh, is is could not account for 700 stars missing 700 800 stars with only less than 10 percent of the the star maps actually checked for accuracy at this point so okay so what's on my mind tonight? again right the more you look into this the more it kind of makes you i don't know uneasy um 
like what's actually happening out there? Like we've, we've talked about, we talk about all over the map on this show. We've talked about the nature of reality. We've talked about what's happening in the cosmos. We've talked about, is it possible that we actually influence the cosmos with our own uh, consciousness? All kinds of stuff like this. But just looking through a telescope, going back to the 1950s and comparing star maps to, to, what, to imaging that's happening today, we've lost lost as in they are no longer there not even visible in the slightest they haven't dimmed they have vanished they are gone from the night sky almost 800 stars so what does that mean Again, uh, this video from uh, Anton Petrov is very, very good stuff. If you guys are into the astronomy portion of this, I'm going to link this again because uh, this this was the source tonight for the uh, the actual um, where where uh, the inspiration came from. Uh, again, like I said, we've been talking about this kind of on and off on the news show. Uh, we do a news show, by the way, on Monday and Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific, exclusively on Twitch, uh, and we've talked about these articles if they popped up. Okay. And uh, it, it seems to be more. First, it was, you know, min, uh, many stars are missing. Then it was 100 stars are missing. And now as this, uh, there's a thing called Vasco, which we'll get to a little bit tonight, which is covered much better in that, uh, that article, or I'm sorry, the video that I just linked, the Anton Petrov YouTube channel from the actual astronomer. He kind of details some of the things that the, this could be, whatever's happening in the night sky, okay? But uh, but what what's actually happening here? It's it, it can't simply be interstellar dust making stars disappear, like literally vanish. And we'll we'll pull up some examples and look at this stuff and find out what's going on. But um, I don't know. Uh, it, it does make me wonder what's happening out there, and uh, is it something a little more? Um, I don't know. How would you describe it? A little more, let's call it mysterious. Let's call it mysterious. I don't want to call it uh, uh, sinister just yet. We'll, we'll, let, uh, <laughs> we'll let the jury decide here, which, of course, is you guys. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what this means, but it is disturbing a little bit. Um, what's up, Robert in, in, uh, on Rockfin says, I haven't seen the Big and Little Dipper all summer. See, something's happening out there. And so, again, uh, anecdotally, sure, you can say that. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think Robert's out there making sky maps every night trying to find out where each individual star went. But there are actual uh, actual stars out there that have gone missing, scientifically proven. Well, uh, missing? Uh, or what's happening. Uh, so, so I don't know. What, what are your ideas on this? What are your thoughts? I've got some ideas and some of the stuff we can talk about. But uh, yes, there you go. Carry out says it. Marvel's Galactus. We'll get to Galactus tonight too. But what's actually happening out there? Uh, again, right? Ten, less than 10% of the sky surveyed and matched from these uh, star surveys of the 1950s. And modern imaging not only suggests, but says without a doubt, we are missing up to 800 stars in the night sky. And that's not even doing the whole night sky. <laughs> what is going on? So what are your thoughts on this? Uh, if you want to be part of the show, as always, love to hear from you. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, get in here, and we'll put you on the show. Now, the thing is this, too, is uh, it, it kind of makes me wonder about... Uh, 
lots of stuff in there, like Marvel's Galactus. Uh, what about uh, Ouroboros? About uh, the serpent eating its own tail, right? The the this type of thing, or even uh, let's say I don't know, maybe some Lovecraftian old ones out there in the dark of night, working their magic and maybe devouring stars, as it were. I have no idea, and uh, so you know, as, as science really has no idea, just some just some sort of cursory uh, thoughts on why this may be happening. Uh, what, what are your ideas? Because of course, right? It seems like if we put our minds together, we can accomplish anything. You ever heard this before? And it seems like that uh, a lot of the greatest ideas come from you guys. Um, what's up? Daryl says witchcraft. Ooh, maybe. I like that one. I like that one. What's up, Ronald and Adonna? How you guys doing? <laughs> I see there. Uh, witchcraft, is it? Uh, okay, so so what's happening in the cosmos? That's the question that's on my mind tonight, and I'd love to hear from you. And what is this all about? Again, scientifically, like I said, this is irrefutable. If you, if you match up star charts from the 1950s to modern star charts now, we're missing stars. There's no bones about it. It is what it is. But what does it mean? Again, is it, uh, is it actual uh, witchcraft, as Daryl has suggested? Is it, uh, uh, as somebody else suggested in the chat there, uh, Marvel's Galactus, as Carrie Out <laughs> mentioned in the chat? Uh, is, is, uh, is something going on here? And what actually is happening? Oh, Lily says, stars are angels given their post in heaven. If they are moved, then they have left. Oh, boy. And if we're going to get actual religious with this tonight, think about that in terms of uh, who will watch the Watchers, right? Well, if the Watchers are in the night sky and they happen to be angels and they disappear, are they leaving their posts for a particular reason? I'm not a doomsday prophes- prophesizer, uh, anything like that, but uh, uh, who knows? i uh, love to hear your thoughts on all this stuff. And that's what we're talking about tonight, and that's what we're doing here. Uh, Cosmic says, uh, what's up, Cosmic Blue says, extremely large planets blocking the view. But it stands to reason that, uh, like I said, I'm open to some uh, prosaic ideas for this as well, of course. Uh, but if that's the case, you would have to be able to see the planet, right? You would have to be able to see the planet blocking the way, or maybe the the uh, the the gas, uh, whatever's hat blocking this. But again, right, 700, almost 800 in the night sky have gone missing. So that's what's on my mind tonight. What do you think this is all about? And like I said, there is absolutely zero doubt that this is happening. This is one of those things that uh, is a mystery and as i described i think it's okay it's okay to have mysteries and well, this is this is a hell of a mystery that's for sure uh we're we're talking about the stars that have vanished from the sky maps the star maps of the 1950s and uh what does this mean is it something more sinister more dire or do you think it's something more prosaic like well maybe a interstellar litter of cosmic gas that's uh, blocking them out i don't know love to hear your thoughts on this is it there could be a number of things. If you want to be part of the show, I'm Michael Strange. This is Troubled Minds, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More Missing Stars, Troubled Minds, and you after the break.
Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope, and we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we have the curious case of nearly 800 missing stars from a sky survey in the 1950s. What do you think is going on out there? Something prosaic? Something biblical? Something in between? something from a marvel comic you tell me love to hear your thoughts on this 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and we'll put you on the show let's go to joe in florida what's up my friend welcome to the show how are you tonight 
Not Test. too bad. How are you? Can, can you oh. hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you scared me for a sec there, the delay. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. Uh, how are you, my friend? Go right ahead. Not too bad, but, you know, it's funny because Robin did mention that a couple of months ago. And uh, I'm like, man, you know, when I go outside and I walk the dogs too and come down here in Florida, and during the summertime, because there's more moisture in the air, you see less stars. But like you guys just said, honestly, I have not seen the Big Dipper, and I have not seen Orion, um, which is kind of curious, because like years ago, if I was out back sitting in the hot tub or something, your eyes get adjusted. You'd be able to see the stars. I got a nice pair of binoculars. You could stargaze. You know, but, uh, yeah, when I go outside, and I was outside tonight talking to my neighbor for quite a while, even with the street light out there, I was out there for 45 minutes, you would have think I would have seen more than four or five stars out there. It almost does look empty. And the ones that you see are planets, Jupiter or Saturn. But uh, it's a great topic. The things that come to mind are Either the intensity of the sun has gone up, and that could account for heating, global warming, whatever you believe in, but if the brightness or the intensity went up in general, and we were never told and never knew about it, it could block out things that we would see, but the planets that are in our solar system might reflect brighter. Um, Dust clouds, yeah, it's great. And for those of us that are spiritual, if we're looking up, those of us that are looking up, quite literally symbolism, those of us that are looking up, maybe that's a message that something is happening. Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. Maybe those things missing are signal for those of us that can notice it. That notice those subtleties in nature, those things that are happening, that most of us keep our head down in our cell phones and don't notice. Interesting. Is that uh, maybe that's part of the plan, right? Maybe part of the deception ritual is us uh, staring down into the black scrying mirrors as the heavens above changes literally before our eyes if we only had the sense to look up. You know, you know it's the, they talk about the disconnect. They talk about, you know, being tricked from the source. They talk about, you know, our souls being stolen by some kind of machine god or whatever you want to call it. Um, but unplugging the source. You know, or, you know, getting back to the source, maybe the computing power of the Matrix is needed somewhere else. Who knows, you know? Ah. Or every time certain gets fired up, Something happens. Yeah, uh, you know, if if there were supernovas or things blowing up, we would still see that energy. We would still see those lights, right? Yeah, exactly. So, what else could it be? Could it be a black hole? That yeah. So, so there, there's a few there's you know, a few examples from I mean, Ant, from mm-hmm. Anton that suggested uh, one. It yeah. could be a black hole, kind of a stealth gobbling these things up that we don't notice. It could be uh, maybe some huge interstellar cloud of gas. It could be that these are actual uh, 
not supernovas, but nova stars, which are kind of fade in and out, and they're not really of supernova stature. Or they could be supernovas that we possibly miss. But it seems that any of those explanations in particular are all unlikely, because we're not talking about a few stars. We're talking about almost 800 of them now. So it kind of makes you wonder uh, what actually is going on. Uh, I'm going to point this out. Uh, Lily said this, and also ENS Works in the uh, Fringe Discord said, Angels are dying, if I was to be spiritual about it, and uh, maybe maybe losing the fight in good and evil. I don't know. What do you think about that? There's got to be balance. I mean, to talk about dark matter, if dark matter is literally a shadow, and we're starting to find dark matter, or evidence of it, maybe that accounts for that. You know, one, one man's angel could be somebody else's light. One man's demon could be somebody else's shadow. However, retirement, you know, however, terminology is, you want to, whether you want to believe it in the Bible as a literal being or energy, you know, we know that these things have to balance out. It can't be created or destroyed. Yeah, you know, well, maybe it changes into something else, uh, I, you know, but it's uh, the scope of it would be immense if it was angels dying. But I can believe that is a reference to dark energy sucking things out. If I viewed it that way, then literal, but it's the same thing. It's the same result. We have less in the sky. Exactly. And now, like well, I said, this and this isn't an anecdotal But anyway, thing those are my all. thoughts. There's other people. Okay. All right. All right. Thank, I appreciate it, Joe. Uh, if, uh, if you had to pin it down. Well, one, I'll let you go. I have a bad connection. So. All right, bro. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate the call. That's Joe in Florida. Uh, bad connection. Yeah. I hope that's not me. Uh, let's go to, uh, looks like we've got... Who is this? This looks like, uh, all right, so 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we're talking about the stars vanishing from the night sky. Over the last 70 years, we're missing almost 800 stars confirmed by science through star imaging maps. Uh, let's go to Derek in Massachusetts, the Night Stalker. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight? The Night Stalker. Welcome to the show, my friend. What's going on, Mike? Great show tonight. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? I'm sure you got some wild ones, eh? Yeah. Uh, um, I took some, took some notes, but uh, we kind of mentioned it in the chat a little bit. Um, it could be like uh, some kind of like you you mentioned it with the Lovecraftian old ones. That's exactly where my my mind went. Some kind of like giant devourer of of suns. You know what I mean? Some kind of a uh, Galactus is like older brother, you know, something like even on another level that's just like going around just sucking up star after star. But there was a news link recently from uh, Newsweek, uh, Newsweek, but I think it went around, uh, got aggregated a lot. But um, I'm getting a little bit of echo, so I'm not, I'm not sure if you can hear that. But uh, saying that um, astronomers detect a mysterious 500 light year wide void in space. It's absolutely shocking, quotes. So essentially, like they were looking at these like dust clouds and they realized like inside these huge dust clouds there's a, a giant like cosmic void you know um so and apparently this, this is like old like they're assuming that it formed when some kind of supernova happened like millions of years ago but it makes me wonder like is there some kind of like primordial void out there in the universe like some kind of cosmic darkness some kind of like 
dark multiverse that's like seeping through or like sucking out something from our from our dimension. You I mean it could, it could work either way. It could be pulling stuff out from into somewhere else or like bleeding through. You know. Okay, I'm with you. So, so uh, I did. I did notice that article about the huge, the huge kind of void in space. Where they, they, again, you don't expect this. You expect galaxies. You expect at least huge, you know, light years long sort of gas trails. All kinds of things should be out there, but that huge void in space could be. I don't know what. What is that thing? What is that thing? <laughs> is is it that? I, I my favorite idea here, and well, you're yeah, probably with me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I, I hear you fine. The, you're you're loud and okay? clear. I just don't I, want it to... Uh... Yeah, you're good. I know you have a weird echo. Okay. Uh, I'm trying um, to fix that as we go. But uh, but yeah, sorry about that. Go right ahead. Okay. No, it's just as long as it sounds good for for uh, everyone else, it's fine. But um, yeah, a couple of quick thoughts and I'll, I'll, I'll take off. But um, yeah, so then like the idea of some kind of like, some kind of... Um, primordial monster some kind of, like because there's been all kinds of like stories you, t- you covered on the, on the news site of like uh i mean on the news show of like tendrils like these cosmic giant cosmic tendrils and these weird like milky way arms like galaxy arms and stuff and it's almost seems like some kind of like of crafty and old one type thing some kind of like jack kirby style celestial or some kind of like cosmic being is deciding to like wake up from its slumber you know and start to like i don't know i don't know start to eat up the eat up the, the universe but um on, like in the chat uh i think it was um carry out um but he was talking about how uh stars are blinking out when um hollywood is sending stars into space or whatever he, he, he mentioned hollywood it made me think of like that is true some kind of what if like the elites are aware of this like what's happening to the stars the stars are blinking out so they're sending stars up into space because william shatner just announced he's going up into space uh, at 90 which is another weird nine space thing. And then uh, Russia just announced that they're going to space next month to uh, to try to, to like film a movie in space, to try to, try to beat um, Tom Cruise to space, because he's trying to get up there too. Um, so it's weird, some kind of weird... Uh, it's, and that's on top of like all the celebrity billionaires and stuff that have been flying up there and, and everything. So it's kind of like a weird, ritualistic, synchromistic type thing, you know? And then Joe mentioned it with the idea of like, what if the simulation is breaking down somehow like what if what if the matrix is what if all these rituals are doing or some kind of like beyond some kind of on a cosmic scale is happening and everything's kind of blinking out you know and this is just we're noticing it as like stars randomly like or not randomly but like large it doesn't seem to be like they're not all in one area right it's just throughout the night sky so i don't know something like from our perspective it seems completely random but it's almost like i don't know like the lights in those christmas you're kind of blinking out you know it's weird but uh this calls Miami so I'll let you go but really really cool stuff Mike appreciate it man great stuff as always Derek in Massachusetts thank you for the call good stuff thanks for listening uh all right the thing is this right uh always great stuff from Night Stalker there now I don't know what is is this uh some sort of primordial thing that's maybe uh, devouring stars, and we're trying to figure out what's going on here. I think uh, I think we're playing catch up, right? Uh, of course, a- as usual, scientifically, we're playing catch up with the universe because I think that's just the way the world works. Humans don't know everything, and uh, 
amazing thoughts so far. Uh, what is going on out there? And uh, yeah, so so for sure, here we go. Now, this is an old article. Now, if you look at some of this, some of this goes back years. I could find this as, as far back as about 2014, I think is when they started noticing this, at least in mass. But this is from uh, CNET.com. And uh, missing stars could point to alien civilizations, scientists say. And that, sorry about the, the weird echo, guys. I'm, uh, like I said, uh, just getting back. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're good. You're good, man. Uh, when you hear yourself back in the chat there, uh, it, it, it definitely messes with your head. But okay, so so back, back to this. Uh, look, looking to hear from you guys. What do you think about this? 702-957-1037. Phone number's up on the stream. But okay, missing stars could point to alien civilizations. I find it funny that we've uh, we've progressed past alien civilizations so far on this show that it hasn't even come up tonight yet. <laughs> Nobody's like, oh yeah, the aliens are doing it, right? Well, uh, it, it's you know it's biblical. It's uh, it's this. It's that. It could be primordial old ones. But uh, very simply put, uh, astronomers compare old views of the sky with what we see today and find that at least 100 stars appear to have vanished or were perhaps covered up. And so they're talking about Dyson spheres, right? These, uh, these alien civilizations that are using the, um, as it were, uh, these, these suns, the, their own suns to power uh, whatever it is they're using, right? Uh, whether, whether it's a craft or, uh, you know, the type, type two civilization, as it were. So the type one civilization uh, the, on the Kardashev scale would be a civilization that can harness the entire power of their planet. A type two would be a civilization that could harness the entire, literally entirety of their own solar system. So if that's the case, maybe there's something out there, maybe aliens sucking uh, these these, uh, suns dry, completely just emptying them out. To what end, though? Weird, like I said, that uh, we we don't even talk about uh, aliens. We're we're just skipping to the good stuff. We're like angels in the sky. We're like, <laughs> like primordial old ones. Yeah. Uh, so so I don't know. What do you think? This, this is a legit thing. And like I said, I could find the earliest mention of this in news stories about 2014. And so again, but this goes back to the 1950s and the star surveys where they're missing stars in the sky. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Let's go to Mike in Colorado. Let's see. Let's do it. Push the button. Mike, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I want to check first. Is this phone connection okay? Can you hear me? Loud and clear, sir. Loud and clear. Go right ahead. Okay, loud and clear. So as we uh, kind of navigate this weird reality we're in, then all of a sudden we've got 800, which would be 10%, so 8,000 missing stars in the sky. Exactly. I wonder if we're not on a different timeline than people think about the Bible. They always think we're in the end times, and they always think all this stuff's happening. I wonder if we're not uh, way past that, and we're actually in what they call the little season in uh, Revelation chapter 20, paragraph 3. Okay. Uh, for, for dummies like me, can you explain what that means? Well, sure. So after Jesus came to earth, according to the Bible, he had his thousand-year reign, which is probably the thousand years missing in the scientific timeline. Um, might also explain the ancient architecture, free energy, mud flood, tartaria, orphan trains might all be wrapped up into that. And at the end of the whole thing, in the Bible, it says God loosed the devil for a little season. And it doesn't say how long, and it doesn't say what's going on, but after that, he pretty, pretty much shut everything down just like time done it's over we you know it's done 
And so if stars missing from the sky, you know, that might be the first dismantling of this entire reality. Interesting, interesting. So the little season would be the devil run amok, as it were, and uh, maybe changing reality as we know it. I like it, man. Uh, is it? Does it elaborate? Are you? Uh, I'm yes, not sure. for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so what does it say, biblically speaking? Where does it go from there? It, does it? Is this? Is this dire for us? If that's the case. The sad. The sad part is it doesn't. Okay. And I have searched extra biblical texts. I found one person who wrote on it in 1923, and wrote pretty extensively about his view of the little season, but, oh my gosh, there's so little on it that it makes me think that's probably what's right in front of us. Interesting. And uh, oddly enough, right, the same thing with the stars here is that not many people are talking about this, and this seems to be probably one of the most startling scientific discoveries of our time because it literally upends everything we think we know about the cosmos, right? Stars don't just disappear. Absolutely. Yeah, no, this is a huge thing. I had no idea until tonight, and I'm, which is why I always try to support your broadcast. You're such a good broadcaster, and you bring information that nobody else is talking about. How, how is this not on every news channel? It's like, look, guys, there's stars missing from the sky. Something really serious is going on. Let's pay attention to this and figure it out. And nobody's talking about it. So, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, weird, right? Imagine if this was all over the mainstream media. Everybody would be freaking out. It'd be like end times type talk at like every lunch table across the country, across the world, right? <laughs> that explains why it's not up there. Very interesting. So thank you so much for the show. I'm interested to hear what other people have to say. Appreciate the phone call, my friend. Thank you. With Mike in Colorado. Uh, everybody, please follow Algorithm Take on care. YouTube. That's a, Thank you. You too, my man. Uh, that's Mike in Colorado. Again, Algo, just like it sounds, A-L-G-O space rhythm, just like dancing to the rhythm. Uh, Algorithm, he's got a YouTube channel, does fine work over there as well, talking about all kinds of stuff. And uh, this is what we're doing tonight. We're discussing, that's right, he had it right, and uh, I did the rough math. If we're talking about less than 10% of the sky survey has been verified from the 1950s, well, guess what? Almost 800 stars are gone. Literally just gone. Not faded, not supernova out, none of this. Just not there anymore, okay? Now, he had it right. If you take a multiple of 10, that means probably, right, because 10%, we're talking about 800 stars, that means there's 8,000 stars probably missing in the night sky, assuming, right, that it's a, it's a nice, uh, even even uh, <laughs> distribution throughout throughout the, the star charts of the entire visible universe to us here on Earth. Uh, that's the weird part about this. I don't know. Like, you think about uh, in terms of, you know, like, uh, what, what's the end of the world type stuff? I'm, I, I don't even have to say it, do I? Like, you turn on the TV and they're always telling you stuff that isn't the end of the world. It's like, oh, crap, this is the end of the world, right? It's like some jerk over here did this and it's the end of the world, right? It's like, fear, fear, fear. Be afraid, be afraid. Well, here we are. We have a situation where thousands, probably thousands, once all this is verified, and there's actually a, 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 a citizen astronomy project you can actually help verify these stars with if you want to help out this project. All, uh, the information is in that video. I'll, uh, I'll link the information as well. It's called VASCO, V-A-S-C-O. And so uh, AI has gone through and kind of uh, cited some instances where they want to know if the star has actually disappeared. And so you get this nice little kind of like a video game uh, 
where you pull it up on your on your screen and you try and match up the star charts from the 50s to the to the current ones of today and so they're kind of using uh, just crowdsourcing people like you and me to look at uh, maybe some differences in the sky in sight where stars have gone missing so this is a huge project it's not again think about how many stars are just out there in the night sky you can't just snap your fingers and verify all this because we're talking about what not tens of thousands we're talking about millions of stars so that's the scary part here is that as this goes is it going to accelerate is this happening in 70 years we're talking about 800 confirmed stars just about and uh, 10 percent of the night sky so does that mean there's more like 8,000 missing stars yeah Again, check out all the articles. I got them all linked down below. There's a lot of really terrifying stuff happening out there. And again, if this is as big as it sounds, well, we don't know a damn thing about the universe, do we? And that's what makes me wonder here. That's what makes me rub my chin and go, hmm, I wonder, I wonder. Good stuff. Again, follow Algorithm, Algorithm on YouTube. I appreciate the call, my friend. All right, so as we, as we wind down, get to the top of the hour here, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't, my favorite theory, of course, is uh, like Derek was saying, like some sort of primordial Lovecraftian old one that's maybe just gobbling its way through the, uh, <laughs> through the cosmos, eating up stars or things like this. Uh, again, it can't be just a regular nova because those fade in and out we're not talking about faded stars we're talking about them not there at all actually let me pull up an image for those of you watching on the uh here we go for those of you watching actually on the stream and you can see right there right there i'll put it full screen and uh this is what i'm talking about look at that star right there here's here's an example of exactly what's happening the exact sky star chart everything is exactly where it should be except right in the middle Bink, a star is missing. <laughs> Stars just gone. Didn't go supernova. Isn't flashing. Isn't faded out. Is just literally gone. What the hell is going on out in the night sky? Yeah, makes me wonder. Hopefully, it makes you wonder as well. And so we're still talking about that tonight. And uh, again, are there biblical implications here? Are these angels that were on post and are losing? I think that's part of the equation, part of the question. And uh, I do like the, the the little season brought up by Mike there. I'd never heard of that myself. Fantastic stuff as always from everybody. Great calls tonight. And we're going to keep on trucking. We're going to keep on talking about this and doing our thing. And you know what that is. That means... I'm Michael Strange. This is Troubled Minds. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can go to troubledminds.org, click the Discord link, and join us that way, and we'll put you on the show. Looking to hear from you. What do you believe is going on in the night sky when we're missing approximately 800 stars now with 10% of the sky surveyed? Right? Right? What the hell does this even mean? And if you extrapolate that out to 100% of the visible sky, that's 8,000 stars missing. What's going on? You tell me. Love to hear from you. Don't go anywhere. More troubled minds, more missing stars, and you. After the break. Be right back. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, 
diabetes. ¿Y tienes 19 años o más? 52. 36. 42. Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica, la cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are talking about the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. I'm doing that. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. And asking questions of you in earnest. Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you who may also have troubled minds. 
This show's live. We're taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037 at troubledminds.org. You can find the Discord link and the phone number. And what is this show all about? Yeah, that's right. You know, it's all the things we're not allowed to talk about. Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal. Government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down we are streaming live on d live rockfin youtube and periscope we are broadcasting live on the fringe fm and tonight we're talking about the missing stars have you heard about the missing stars yeah well it's a conundrum it is a mystery in cosmology in uh, what would you call it? Uh, astronomy. In well, what's going on in the night skies? And uh, of course, you know, like uh, Algo Mike and Algo Rhythm Mike in Colorado when he called, he stated, "How come this isn't on every news channel out there? Like we literally have hundreds of missing stars from the sky that were there in the 1950s." But now, of course, modern, we have better imaging equipment. So you'd expect instead of missing stars, we would be finding stars that maybe we missed in the 50s, right? But it seems to be the opposite. It seems to be the opposite. And so uh, that's the thing. If, uh, if it's, this turns into a, a situation where, uh, well, uh, you know, people, as the song goes, maybe begin losing their religion, uh, maybe that's why or where uh, they're not describing this on the news. Because, of course, you know, there have been lots of uh, great calls tonight considering maybe biblical implications of angels are these stars that have gone missing in the battle for good and evil or is it possible indeed that uh, we have some sort of interstellar giant primordial monster just gobbling up stars kind of willy-nilly uh, or again uh, very much like galactus from the marvel comics like the planet eater something like this or again right uh, i'm throwing out all kinds of crazy sounding stuff but you got to understand that sure fine this could be a normal situation that we just have never considered or seen and it's it's really uh becoming a thing now because as they do these surveys of the night sky it is turning upside down the world we live in uh, meaning that uh we don't know a damn thing about the night sky do we yeah it is it seems like uh, that was the phone line taking a crap so it does seem like guys maybe my phone line is uh having a huge problem tonight so i'm gonna dial back here and uh, get back on this and there you go anyway so that's what's happening the phone line is having problems thanks google voice it can do a hell of a lot google by the way uh making sure that it's keeping an eye on us and you know all that other stuff but uh, uh tr try and twist their arm for a, a nice reliable phone line and well yeah you don't get jacked do you you get you get a you get you get spotty service thanks google you're the best but okay so that's what's on my mind tonight and interesting now here's here's the craziest part right it gets better so the missing stars, this is from, again, CNET. And like I said, we've been tracking this story for years now, literally years. As far as I could tell, it goes back to about probably 2014. Uh, there may be references to this prior to that, but uh, about 2014, these articles started happening. And back then it was like, you know, dozens of stars missing from the night sky. All right. And as we continue, uh, as you know, they, they continue this Vasco project, which I'm going to pull up here and I'll share with you guys is that, uh, we are, we are finding more and more of these things. Like I said, so you have better imaging equipment now 
to image the night sky, all right? Uh, then we also have, uh, you would expect, like I said, to find more stars, but we're finding more missing, more and more missing. And here it is. This is called the, the Vasco Project, okay? And it uses modern existing all-sky surveys like the Gaia Sloan Digital Sky Survey and the United States Naval, Naval Observatory Database for this project in combination with the most state-of-the-art statistical techniques used within astronomy and developed for the purpose to extract the best possible vanishing star candidates for Vasco. And so here we go. I'm going to link this if you guys want to be part of this. It's it's literally like a video game. Uh, you download this and you you end up uh, kind of matching some of these stars uh, to to you know what AI has picked out as possible missing from uh, from the night sky. Okay. And here you go. I'm linking this. I highly encourage you guys to check it out. It looks pretty cool and uh, seems fun if you, you want to help do science from the from your uh, your computer or your iPad or whatever is going on yeah, you you are you're able to do it right here simple as that um, so so I don't know I think the the weirdness with this is that uh, now now we haven't even talked about aliens yet tonight and that, that's the oddness okay that's the weirdness of this entire thing so uh, as somebody suggested in the chat uh, during the break is uh, okay so if we have uh, you know people have suggested in the past that maybe there are ships using the plasma from the sun uh, to, to draw maybe portals or warp gates or things like this. And if that's what's happening, right, we, we've discussed like an immense amount of energy is necessary to, to, for advanced propulsion in these terms. And so doesn't it stand to reason that maybe uh, if you are able to take fuel from the sun, from the plasma directly and turn that into some sort of fuel, that maybe that's what's going on here. Uh, and of course, if you're using enough of this to maybe just block out a star uh, maybe that explains all the UFOs flying around right and uh, you know some so this article here the C, the CNET article describes possibly uh, you know Dyson spheres and things like this but but what if it's more than that what if it's uh, you know uh, using using uh, distant stars for actual warp uh, warp uh, yeah see my, my internet is just taking a dump tonight what is going on uh, testing one two. Anybody out there? Anybody out there? All right, let's make sure. Jeez, <laughs> uh, I can't believe the phone line just keeps uh, just keeps dying here. Um, okay, so anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this back and. Uh, all right. So if you want to be part of the show, we are taking your phone calls, 702-957-1037. And you could join the Discord at troubledminds.org and get in here and we'll put you on the show. That's probably the best way to do it at this point because we're having problems. We're having problems here. Um, let's see. What else do we got? Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 what's going on? How you doing? Uh, no, it looks like it looks like um, yeah. There's there's chats all over the place, man. There's ch- uh, we're talking to ENS on uh, in the uh, the Discord there. There's uh, again, I'm watching like five different chats, so uh, that's what I'm trying to keep up with. But okay, so so th- so this again, right? So this goes back to Dyson spheres where we're talking about Type Two Kardashev civilizations on the Kardashev scale, where maybe they're actually drawing power from these stars and maybe shutting them down. Once you draw enough plasma from a star, it just shuts down. Maybe that's a theory here. Uh, uh, maybe again, right? Uh, maybe there's some sort of cosmic gas. Uh, again, it's been confirmed in some cases that there's like these cosmic gas trails that go light years long. So maybe something is passing in front of these particular stars. I don't know. Like that's the type of stuff here that we're trying to consider and figure out because science has some guesses like we described. Yeah. And we're right. I mean, this 
conspiracy show for crying out loud. So we're not trying to do, uh, uh, you know, trying trying to do scientific work here. We're uh, kind of throwing out some theories and considering what in the world's going on. So um, that's what's up. That's what we're doing tonight. And uh, if you want to be part of the show, what is happening with the missing stars? Some have suggested there are angels missing from the night sky. Al Gold called and said it's possibly the 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 what is it? Was it the little season? Maybe when the devil is uh, left to run amok for for a time and uh, maybe bringing out uh, angels from the night sky. I don't know. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm thinking about. And you guys tell me one more time. 702-957-1037. Let's go to Daryl in New York as long as the phone number holds up. Welcome to the show, Daryl. How are you, my friend? Test one. Hi, Michael. Can you hear me okay? Loud and clear. Go right ahead. Oh, Oh, okay. All right. I had a few ideas about this. Um, some were kind of silly, and some are kind of deep. Um, like maybe they're not stars, and we've misjudged them all this time. We've been misdiagnosing what we we're looking at. That's a possibility. Then there's like some kind of technology that's like antimatter. Have you heard of that? That's kind of scary stuff, though. That uh, maybe we're experimenting with some stuff that we shouldn't be, like microwave weapons and antimatter things that we shouldn't be messing with, and maybe there's some sort of scary experiments that we shouldn't be doing. But then I was thinking, maybe the sky is a reflection of our consciousness, and what we do here is reflecting on what we're looking at above. Like, you know, maybe they're censoring the stars, you know, because we're censoring our freedom of speech, and we're thinking about our censorship. It is reflecting in the sky and maybe we have to change some things here so that the stars can come back um i don't know that was a thought i, lo- I know and then I they also it. spoke about a solar minimum maybe yes. we don't understand what a solar minimum is you know what i'm saying yeah, well, I, it, it stands to reason. Are you still hearing me? Yeah, loud and clear, loud and clear. I'm sorry. It sounds like we're on a little bit of a delay because our uh, Google Voice is really messing with us tonight. Okay. So I apologize for the delay. Uh, so, yes, go right ahead because if I cut you off, and uh, no it, it's better for, to, let, to let you go so I don't uh, make, you that, make you that weird delay in the conversation. Go right ahead. I'll, I'll address all your stuff after you get off the phone, okay? Good stuff so far. Thank you, Daryl. Okay. So I was thinking about, okay, so, uh, again, like the sky's reflecting our um, consciousness and we're thinking these things away or in. And then I was thinking about the Milky Way. Maybe the Milky Way, it, it's pretty literal, you know. Maybe they had a spill, like a spilled milk, Milky Way. And um, what was the other thought I had? Oh, a virus. Now we have a virus, supposedly. Maybe we have a solar virus. It's something that's in- affecting the stars only. Um It's possible, or it's another reflection of what we're what's occurring on Earth. So above is below, something like that, and it's just a matter of our thoughts. Good stuff! Holy smokes, I I love it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run with this one for a little bit. With uh, so imagine we've talked about just in the very last show we did on uh, was it Wednesday night last week we talked about maybe the universe is ours meaning that we're able to with our consciousness be able to demand things from the universe and that maybe consciousness is what holds all of the micro and the macro and as you stated as above so below holds the entire thing together okay now if that's the case 
I like where your head's at here, right? Meaning that if you if you think in terms of maybe those stars are us, and maybe we are heading in a in a bad direction here, and so those stars are dimming, those stars are disappearing and vanishing from the night sky, and those stars are a reflection of our souls, of our consciousness, uh, as they reflect back from the universe. I love that. That is fantastic, Daryl. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> yeah, and... And, then, and uh, I think it's the troubled mind's consciousness that can maybe cure all of this um, syndrome. <laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, uh, what did we say? It, 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 the only thing that's ever changed the world was a small, committed group of people, right? Uh, that was, uh, who was it, Margaret Mead that said that? Uh, exactly. I, only 1%. Yeah, exactly. And so we're going to keep on doing it. Uh, anything else here? Uh, any other ideas on this? Do you think, I don't, I don't know if you're religious or not, but what, what about the thought about angels and maybe they're disappearing from the night sky as they watch over us? Well, I think we are the angels, and if anything. I'm not exactly religious, so I wouldn't be the expert on that one. But uh, as far as the spiritual source, I think we might have a bigger impact than we think on what's occurring around us. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that uh, we, we probably get a little more, we should get a little more credit than, uh, than we're given uh, for, for uh, you know, considering the night sky, for considering the universe, for, you know, everybody talks about being green globally and environmentally and all the rest of this, but what about uh, caring about the universe around us? I think uh, we're, we're not the only game in town, exactly. are we? <laughs> There's a larger, larger something at work here. Uh, you're amazing, Daryl. Thank you so much for the call. Anything else while we got you on tonight? No, I'm, I'm good with that. Thank you for thinking of all these awesome thoughts, uh, giving us a lot of uh, a lot of good food for fodder, so to say. Pleasure's mine. Pleasure's mine. Thank you so much for being a part of it. It's all you. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Daryl. Have a good night. Sorry about that delay, guys. We got a little bit of a delay on the uh, the telephone, so uh, bear with that for a little bit. So if you call in, just uh, I'll say hi. Uh, Say who you are, and you just go right to it, because if we have a back and forth, there's a weird delay. So uh, we are talking about the missing stars from the sky. At this point, they've discovered around 800, just less than 800, and they've only done less than 10% of a sky survey. So if you do the math, that means there's approximately 8,000 stars missing since 1950. All right? And uh, with better technology, you'd expect us to find more. We're not. We're losing stars. It's ridiculous. If you want to be part of this conversation, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Let's go to Jennifer in Missouri. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. How are you tonight? Doing okay. Yeah, it's a little breaky on my end. I don't know if there's going to be a delay or not. Maybe that's kind of funny because of the topic we're talking about. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Go right ahead. We are having a little bit of problems, but you're coming through loud and clear. Okay. Yeah, so obviously we have, none of us have any idea, (laughs) you know, but but we're kind of just throwing ideas out there. I mean, because one thing we can all for sure agree on is stars for no reason whatsoever should be moving around or disappearing. So, I mean, if you think about the creation, if you go back to like we were talking about biblical, you know, making reference to that in the creation story, you know, the stars are set in their place and we use them, the sun, the moon, the stars, the constellations are all set in their place. 
and they move in an unchanging fashion for us to be able to tell time and for being able to map out our own land, you know, you keep for like, you know, traveling, things like that and telling the seasons and, and so much more, you know, and there's some references in the Bible talking about like how we, how the Israelites weren't supposed to be worshiping the sun or the moon or the stars, even though they were a point, you know, that, that it was okay for mankind to do so. So there's some contradictory things there always is in the Bible. What made me think about this was if you think about the fact that the sun and the moon and the stars have been there for probably, well, I mean, forever. And so people, if they were a type of consciousness, if the sun has a consciousness, if the moon has a consciousness, and if even the stars themselves have a consciousness, they may begin to think of themselves as um, gods themselves. And you have that concept because of the story of the fallen angels, you know, is a strange concept. And then it's also talking about the angels who left their first estate. And that's kind of a bizarre concept. If they are stars or they're represented by, and they're in the heavens, which is what it's called, you know, the heavens. And so if the stars themselves were perhaps angels, which is kind of a creepy concept if you put it all together because of the fallen angels coming down, you know, from heaven and as a consciousness for whatever reason, but stars have never left their post except to do bad things. Like you have the account of Wormwood in the Bible where it's a star, Wormwood's a star that comes down and it bitters all the water, you know, and kills off a whole bunch of people. Then you have this case of with the Cthulhu mythos, like you were mentioning earlier about the Algo star, that's an evil star. So there's, there are accounts, and then I think in Japan they have something like a Kami star, at K-A-M-I, I think, but I'm not sure. But I've heard different things about this concept. And so if a star decides to not be where it's at, it, I mean, it could be that somebody mentioned the nothing. That's an interesting idea, too. But if they're moving, they wouldn't be where they were. Perhaps they're coming towards us. Perhaps they're... They're not where they are because they're on the move. But anyway, <laughs> it, it is perplexing. Not all I've got. I mean, if people are actually, go ahead. No, you're good. Go right ahead. Like I said, weird delay. Okay. Yeah, there is a delay. I'm sorry. Um, just that they possibly have some kind of consciousness. Maybe they are on the move. The concept of them being angels or being um, evil, if they are, if angels are actually some type of alien, you know, because they are in the heavens and stuff. So perhaps these are some more fallen angels or angels that have defied God by leaving their post with the intention of coming down and um, getting their due as being gods rather than, um, you know. Anyway. Okay, I guess I'll let you go. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate the call. Sorry for the delay. I appreciate you guys hanging in with us tonight. Great stuff as always, Jennifer. Have a great night. Thank you for listening. All right, so there we go. Sorry about that. We Again, uh, phone lines, I don't know what's going on, but uh, it is a live show, and uh, that's what happens with technology and live shows. So if you want to be part of the show and uh, don't mind dealing with a little bit of a delay, uh, 702-957-1037. Let's go to, it looks like, uh, I want to say Brent. Uh, welcome, Brent, to the show. How are you doing tonight? 
Yes. That previous caller could not have spoken my words more perfectly. Thank you very much, Jennifer. But uh, I'm curious, uh, Michael, what are your thoughts? What are your personal thoughts of what is going on? Um, That's why I'm calling you to uh, discern your thoughts. All right, fair enough. I will answer that question, but we got a couple minutes to a break, so I want your thoughts first, and then I'll give you mine afterward. Like I said, she could not have discerned my thoughts more perfectly. Okay, all right. So I think for me, uh, it's a question of, I think we don't quite understand the universe as well as we thought we did. And so as a result of that, right, like I've talked about the supernovas happening or these nova stars like the Algo star, which is known as the demon star, which again fades in and out. Uh, So if everything we know about the universe is wrong, even on the most basic level, I think we have a big problem here. And I think that's probably what we're looking at. I don't know if there's as much as I want it to be a Lovecraftian old one gobbling up stars like Galactus out of a Marvel comic book. I think if we're looking at the cosmos in just in terms of history, uh, like I was was saying on one of the breaks, I was trying to dig into some ancient star maps and see if there's any corroboration. Uh, regarding this in the past, but I can't find anything because we don't have any, right? We didn't start like imaging the stars until, you know, the past hundred years or so with, with that technology. So I don't know, man. I think that, uh, I think just, just given what's going on here, I just think we don't really understand the universe as well as we thought we did. That's, uh, that's my take there. Can I say another thing? Sure. Go right ahead. Mercury retrograde began earlier. So that might, might be why you've, you're having all these technical difficulties. Oh, yeah, it could be. <laughs> Very well could be. Uh, good stuff, my friend. Uh, first time caller, am I right? This is Brent. All right. Uh, we got to go. We got to take a break. Brent, first time caller. Thank you so much for being part of the show tonight. Yeah, we're talking about missing stars from the sky. An estimated 8,000 may be missing from the night sky and nobody's talking about it what in the world is going on do you want to be part of the show tonight 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 i'm michael strange this is troubled minds more after the break Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chamba life is for everybody. So go to ChambaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. And we're broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We're taking your phone calls tonight, and we are talking about missing stars in the sky. A 10% sky survey indicates we have approximately 800 missing stars, up to 800 missing literally were there in the 50s are no longer there at all gone extrapolate the number to 100 percent of the night sky and that's 8,000 stars missing what in the hell is going on love to hear your thoughts on this 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 and we'll put you on the show uh, our phone numbers are a little bit laggy tonight. I don't know exactly what's going on. It could be internet. It could be the phone service. It could be all kinds of things. And that's what you get with a live show. Yeah, sometimes you never know, right? Uh, that's the way things go. I was about to go to James in the Discord, but uh, he just uh, jumped out of there. Uh, yeah, so hop back in, James. We'll put you on the show. All right, so so again, let's go to this. Like, again, alien civilizations. What's happening with this? We've got... Uh, all kinds of different stuff. We got missing supernovas from, uh, again, you know, if you go back, I was looking into some of this, and this is what I mean by um, the oldest extant star chart, right? A precious Chinese document brought back to light from the legendary Silk Road. And this is what I'm talking about. If you guys are looking at the stream, this is the type of thing where I was trying to find if there's any actual, like, historical basis for this type of stuff. And uh, this is as far back as I could find, right? Uh, you get some of this Sumerian stuff that's in tablets and some other things. But as far as like maybe a modern type star chart that maybe, again, like I said, uh, you know, with his, uh, history the way it is, with archaeology the way it is, we have, you know, you'd need not just one piece. You'd need, you know, this exactly exact astronomer, you know, keeping a record over months or years to even determine something like this uh, was ha- has been happening for, you know, millennia. And that's kind of the question here. That's what's on my mind tonight is, is this not a new thing? Uh, we, we also had a great, a great thought by JR in the, uh, over on Rockfin. Uh, maybe there's a Death Star out there just uh, wrecking planets wholesale. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, uh, right? Uh, everybody remembers Star Wars and the Death Star, the technological terror is insignificant uh, to, to the power of the force. Well, yeah, uh, maybe the Death Star is out there blowing up planets just like their uh, Alderons. And uh, well, the Empire's on the way. Who knows? Of course, uh, oh, it seems, well, um, maybe there's more than one Death Star. Maybe that's what's going on. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know exactly what this is all about other than uh, I'm, I'm confused. Uh, there's a star chart that goes back to, again, uh, the you know the Silk Road um, the term in, uh, let's see, uh, Chinese Silk Road in let's see where was the date of this actual star chart uh let's see 
let's see. Um, ba, 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 ba. Okay. Anyway, anyway, uh, point being is that there's, there's a whole lot of, uh, I, I was, I tried to look into the, to the actual history of this, of, of like uh, astronomy and history. And is there any mention of vanishing stars in the night sky in the old days? And I'm not so sure. Again, like I said, I think uh, speaking archeo- in, in archaeological terms, uh, there's no way we would know this because we would have to have, again, we're finding out now this is a thing because of our imaging from the 1950s and now our current imaging that's happening as we speak. And again, there's that Vasco project. If you guys are interested in, in uh, trying to figure out and help this situation, uh, they need people to verify this stuff. And so that's what's going on, right? Uh, like I said, check out this Vasco project thing. It's pretty cool. You download this little thing, and AI has actually uh, sorted out a bunch of different um, uh, candidates for missing stars, right? Kind of in the night sky. And what they need is they need. Uh, People, human people, just like you and me, uh, using just regular computers. You don't need a quantum computer or you don't need to be able to time travel or anything like that. And uh, you can actually help them uh, fill in the night sky and uh, crowdsource this information and get, get, you know, maybe we can find the 8,000 missing stars in our lifetime. Uh, But that's that's a pretty cool thing, in my opinion. That's, uh, you know, science crowdsourcing putting it out there and saying, here's the data. And you can look at all the data yourself. They have the images yourself. And it's pretty good stuff. What's up? Rolf says, uh, could be the Borg assimilating planets, assimilating solar systems, right? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, what's up? Fred says, uh, the Vogons clearing a path for a super galactic highway, right? There we go. There's some more of that. What's going on, guys? Uh, <laughs> Robert says, the universe caught COVID. Yeah, I don't know. And and that's, that's what's on my mind tonight. So there's more here. There's tons of stuff. Let's see. Let's go to uh, the Dyson Sphere, right? So they've described it as possibly uh, extraterrestrial civilizations using these Dyson Spheres, uh, which, of course, would be a, a hypothetical megastructure that completely encompasses a star and captures a large percentage of its power output, meaning that a Dyson star or sorry, a Dyson sphere or even a Dyson swarm, they've suggested, uh, maybe are blacking out these stars to us because maybe as the star changes or turns or whatever happens, these the Dyson sphere is actually collecting energy and blocks out our view of the star from, you know, from, with the line of sight. And if we were on the other side of the star, we would be able to see it currently. So, so who knows what's actually happening with this? Maybe it's the Dyson sphere turning, right? Something like this, maybe. But again, we're talking, you know, nearly 800 of these already. So I think that would be a lot of alien civilizations out there. Uh, but I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? Is it, uh, again, do you think this is alien in nature? Do you think there's something more to this? Or do you think that, uh, as uh, Lily and other others have suggested in the chat, that uh, maybe the, the angels in the night sky are uh, are bowing out for some reason? Maybe they're uh, taking their ball and they're going home. I think that's the weirdness of this, is that uh, we don't really know. And uh, not only that, uh, that that uh, science has no idea either. They've uh, they've got some uh, <laughs> they've got some theories uh, as usual, right? But as usual, it's one of those situations where uh, how how the hell can you quantify eight hundred missing stars? Right. Like you'd have to be able to say, right. Sure. You could probably account for some of them. Right. You could probably account for maybe, uh, you know, some stars going missing because, you know, again, like a supernova. But it's hard for us to miss that because it explodes and becomes a factor of 10 brighter. All right. Again, maybe it's a nova type star like like Algol. Right. The the demon star, as it's known, which is a, a regular. It's not a not a uh, supernova, it's called a nova star. And what a nova star does, it just fades in and out. 
But if that were the case, some of these stars would begin fading back in at some point, right? I mean, we can actually watch this algal star, the demon star, fade in and out. So it's happened in our lifetime, and it continues to happen. So what's going on with these stars that are literally gone, just gone from the night sky? That's what's happening here. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? I'd love to hear from you guys if you want to be part of the show. Let's see. We had James. Let's go to James. James Salcedo of Salcedo Paranormal. Check out his podcast, by the way. He was uh, doing his thing earlier this afternoon. It was fantastic. James, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Maybe we have a lag on Discord as well. Whenever you're ready, my man. All right, so uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, Jack says, Mike Tyson punching stars. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Bat Out of Hell says, Scientists tell people that we have moon phases, but we have moons that cover our visible moon to give phases. What? What, what is that? Uh, what's up, James? How are you? Welcome to the show, my friend. Test one, two. Testing one, two. I think you're good. You should be good. I heard you earlier. James, test one, two. What's up, buddy? Salcedo Paranormal, you're up. Testing. Testing. Can you hear me, James? Hello, hello? Okay. I think there's something seriously wrong tonight. Something wrong with the technology. All right. Uh, that's cool. So sorry, you can kick me out. Hang there, hang there until, you're, uh, until you're ready. It's no problem. All right. So uh, what we're doing tonight is we're talking about all kinds of weird stuff. We're talking about the stars in the sky are vanishing. And it's, uh, it's literally uh, been confirmed by science. It's not, this is not a thing. We're not speculating here. This is, uh, we're speculating on why. But again, this has been going on for... Uh, tons, tons, like, like, you know, maybe again, I could find as early as 2014, but we're talking about these, uh, these actual things in the night sky. These stars are from the, the star images, star maps of the 1950s. And I think that's what's going on here. That's the weirdness of the discussion tonight. And is it, uh, something biblical? Is it something, uh, something that, uh, is, well, um, I don't know. Is it a Lovecraftian ancient primordial universe type stuff? Is it uh, like uh, like um, like Robert suggested that maybe we just uh, in the simulated universe maybe somebody forgot to plug in the power source? <laughs> maybe Robert says maybe it only killed eight thousand stars, so uh, that Death Star is pretty inefficient. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so that's what's going on. I, I I don't know what's happening here regarding the, these stars vanishing from the night sky, but uh, uh, it does seem strange to me. Uh, ESN works on uh, the Discord says. Uh, Mercury retrograde just started. Was that tonight? Was that tonight? All right. All right. I can buy that. I can buy that. Okay. So there's more here. Let me get to more of this. Now, now I was looking into some of this, right? And I, I mentioned this earlier when we first started. And there's this thing called the Ouroboros. All right. If you guys don't know what this is, the Ouroboros is this. It's an ancient symbol depicting a serpent or dragon eating its own tail. Originating in ancient Egyptian iconography, the Ouroboros entered Western tradition via Greek magical tradition and was adopted as a symbol in Gnosticism and Hermeticism, and most notably in alchemy. The term derives from ancient Greek uh, from tail and eating. The Ouroboros is often interpreted as a symbol for eternal cyclic renewal or a cycle of life, death, and rebirth. The skin sloughing process of snakes symbolizes the transmigration of souls. The snake biting its own tail is a fertility symbol in some religions, and the tail of the snake is a phallic symbol. 
The mouth is a yonic or womb-like symbol. And so this Ouroboros here is possibly maybe these stars are eating themselves. Maybe this is part of a natural cycle that, uh, again, we hadn't considered because we haven't been watching the skies and taking sky surveys enough. Okay? And so this depiction of the Ouroboros, again, the serpent eating its own tail, self-destruction, life, birth, and rebirth. And is this what's happening? And again, if this is the case, we're talking about maybe stars like the, the Algol, that demon star, as it's a nova, it fades in and out. Maybe this is these stars devouring themselves for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, if you guys uh, want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Uh, let's see. I think James is good to go. Are you there, James? Testing one, two. Can you hear me, sir? Hello. Nice. I'm here. Welcome to the show, James. How are you, my man? I'm better now that I got that working. So nice. thank you. Nice. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> no problem. Hey, man, I, I have all kinds of issues tonight, too. So maybe it is that Mercury retrograde thing going on. Uh, so, yeah, so what's on your mind tonight? What do you think is happening with uh, these, these vanishing stars? Um, I just have a couple of thoughts on them. I mean, if they're stars, then that means they have all kinds of energy and matter attached to them. So maybe they're not even being drained. Maybe they're using their own energy to move to where they want to move to. And that's what's causing them to not only not be there, but also maybe appear darker too. Okay. Um, uh, so, so at some point there, what, 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 I mean, I, I'm having a hard time thinking of, of that Ouroboros cycle where they're, maybe they are devouring themselves, but what, are, what, like what's happening? Like uh, this many stars just kind of vanishing from the night sky and in span of like, well, that's one human lifetime, 70 years. It seems yeah. out there, doesn't it? It seems like, like this is like crazier than any science fiction that could be written. I mean, type devouring stars in a search engine or, or uh, vanishing stars, and you get like sci-fi. You, you get like right, right video games and stuff. It's crazy. I don't yeah. know, man. So what what do you uh, what do you propose? And what do you think they would be doing, devouring their own energy, turning into something else entirely? Uh, maybe like the mo- mighty morphine Power Rangers, if you know what I mean. <laughs> See what I did there? But uh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know why 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 do you think they would do that? Why do you think they would be devouring themselves? Well, it may not even be that they're doing doing that to the point where they're destroyed. Maybe it just it's just a change of some kind. And they're like I said, they're using their energy to go somewhere else, whether it's coming here, if they if they are sentient, um, or not, you know, I don't know. I also it really makes me wonder about um what would happen to the planets that would be orbiting a star if it goes away like that. And why would it do that if it might destroy the planets that are around it? But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, um, I definitely agree that we don't know much about, you know, all this. And I, um, I think, again, getting back to the spiritual side of things, it's kind of being driven home more and more to me lately that maybe that that whole, the, the other side, it extends to, you know, all across the universe. And so maybe there's, um, maybe it's not even the stars themselves that are do, are doing it. Maybe it's beings that are there in one form or another that are making them either um, 
go move over, move away from where they're at, or maybe draining them. But maybe they're not; they're just not physical beings like we we, ha- we have here. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. Interesting. So, meaning that uh, as we discuss, like we're going to be talking about the the as the veil thins as we get closer to Halloween and this type of thing. And again, on yeah. your podcast, you talk about spirits all the time. Again, please follow uh, Salcedo Paranormal. That's uh, James, the host here. Uh, good stuff. I was just in the stream tonight. Always good stuff from James. Uh, well, uh, well, the link's actually already in YouTube, so just check it out. Scroll down a little bit. His link is there. But but so meaning in terms of like the veil. Maybe these entities, uh, whether they're you know angels or like you said sentient or something else, maybe they are passing over. Maybe they're crossing into whatever that other layer is of that veil, and whether that's uh, dimensional or whether that's simply maybe they're still there. We just can't perceive them anymore because they've, I don't know, maybe spun into a different timeline or right, maybe things like this. I don't know. What do you think of that? Yeah, maybe even the. Um that nothingness or whatever that we, we we talked about earlier. I think I forgot who mentioned it first. Now I'm bad with that, but um, maybe that's almost like a different kind of a veil that is covering those stars or is taking in those stars through itself. Um, I I, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's another possibility, isn't it? it? How about this? Is it startling? that it's really happening and we're not making this stuff up. <laughs> it really is more than anything else that that is going on in this world. I mean, as as bad as a lot of the stuff is, there's some bad things happening, you know, from people things people do people doing things to other people on this planet for ages. We're just a lot more aware of it now, I think in a lot of cases because of the internet and all that communication and 24-hour news cycle and all that but um but so that's kind of and in a lot of ways there's nothing new here but that idea that stars are vanishing wherever they're going to that's um that's something else yeah interestingly this is the crazy part the saying goes like this nothing new under the sun under the sun but yes. what happens when all the suns are vanishing <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. Not only that, how about this one? I said this during the break, but if all these stars just suddenly blink and maybe come back, let's say 100 or 200 years from now, what happens when our star blinks? Yeah. Oh, we're... we're, (laughs) Goodbye all that heat. Goodbye all that energy. Yep. Adios. That's that's the real great reset, right? That's when the the sun blinks. (laughs) Or even something else. What if all those stars suddenly appear like right here? Ooh. Then it's the other extreme where it's just fried. Ooh, like may- maybe they're uh, stealth approaching us. I like it. I like yeah. it. How about this? What about cosmic eyeballs? And they're simply closing their eyes to rest for just a moment from watching us. Could be. Ooh. Ooh. Could be. The Energy. ideas keep coming. The ideas keep coming. Yeah. Does it spook you out, though, that this is a real thing? It does. It's it's you know it's not like like um, ghosts or aliens which people some people can say oh that's not real you know this is I mean like you said in the article that first article it's not just people like us that are supposedly crazy that are you know knowing this it's scientists so yeah that's that yeah wild right and again wild. the fact that it's not being covered by by the news 
that that's just but i mean i can i that doesn't it surprises me in a way but then it doesn't given the way the news quote unquote news is these days anyway so yeah, yeah no it doesn't surprise me a bit uh well, of yeah. course because because Anything that changes the paradigm of reality, they don't want us talking about. They want us thinking about. Because then we start, yeah. we, we, we catch on to their game. And well, uh, we're way ahead of that game here anyway. So fantastic stuff. Yeah. Uh, I got a call yeah. right behind you. Let's squeeze this in before we take off. You're the best. Uh, if you want to call back later, you're more than welcome, okay? No problem. Thank you. Thanks, Have a good James. night. You're the best, my man. Uh, that's James Salcedo Paranormal. Check him out. You can find his link right there on the YouTube page. Scroll down and check it out. Let's go to Robert in Pennsylvania. What's happening, my friend? Welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Test one, two. Did I break it Am again? Am I on? Yes, you're on. Go right ahead, sir. Yeah. I, on, what I'm hearing through the phone... All right, is is you is crackling on your end? All right, it's, it, you know because you're talking and then there's a crackle and 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 can't hear what you're, you know. It's like parts of your sentences are being dropped off. Okay, uh, I don't know that I can fix that right this moment, but uh, but uh, that's we're gonna have to deal with it. Just go right ahead, sir. Okay. Okay. If we're living in a simulation like a lot of quantum physicists have been putting across, all right, saying that we create our own reality, it's possible that the stars are disappearing because we're not paying attention anymore. We've got our, our existence in this simulation has gotten so... You know, everybody working two, three jobs, everybody's tired, all right? Nobody has the time to be fascinated about anything anymore, and nobody's paying attention. And and, and, the, and the simulation is starting to shut down. Interesting. Shut it down. Time to go home, everybody. Closing time. We're not, we're not shutting it down. It's shutting it. It's it's shutting down because it's like, it's like it's it's being it's being ignored. All right, it's not being paid attention to. So it's it figures it's you know it's not needed anymore. So let's let's, let's turn the lights out. Let's let's build a new universe. Let's 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 go from Nintendo to a new PlayStation. That type of thing. Ah, we're upgrading the hardware. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a new universe coming, right? And 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 it has this this one has to make way for the next. We ourselves don't. don't I bet there's. I bet there's there's millions and millions and millions of people who feel like they're 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 fading. You know, people are fading just like the stars. Um. Like the whole thing's coming to everybody has this thing inside them that's telling it's all it's all coming to to a, to a conclusion. I like it, man. I like where you're going with this. I'm going to have to get off the phone because this is not working. Okay, got you. I appreciate the call, Robert. <laughs> Excuse me. You're good. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Have a fantastic okay. night. Thanks, man. Night. 
There you go. Robert in Pennsylvania. Sorry about that, guys. Like I said, uh, phone issues because, well, uh, live shows and uh, if it starts and it's broken, well, we just got to roll with it because I can't stop everything to fix it. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going on tonight. That's what's on my mind tonight. And we're done. I appreciate the call, Robert, and everybody else. Thank you for being part of this. I don't know. I think this is probably one of the single most disturbing things uh, you could probably come up with. Stars vanishing from the night sky, and we have no idea why it's happening. And uh, that's, yeah, wow. We're going to keep an eye on this, and hopefully that, uh, if you guys want to do that BASCO project and help with, like, the citizen science thing and help determine more of these stars missing, it's there. It's there. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And as we finish... This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange, and stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void if you're listening on The Fringe FM. If you're listening to us on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, or Periscope, stay tuned for a third hour of Troubled Minds. We're still taking your phone calls, and we're still discussing what the hell is going on with the sky. No kidding, seven to 800 missing stars from the night sky as we currently know it with a 10% sky survey. Seems like something's up. What is going on? Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Pacific with more Troubled Minds. For now, be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our Troubled Minds to yours, have a great night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, all right. So we got one one more hour of Trouble Minds coming up when we come off of the uh, off of the, uh, the, the the radio here. We don't, we don't have any more breaks. We're going to take a quick two minute break to kind of round out the hour here. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to keep taking your phone calls. If you guys are interested in con- uh, talking about this more with some more ideas or uh, you know speculation or whatever the heck is going on, love to have you. Yeah, yeah. There's a third hour. We're going to keep on trucking. We're going to keep on trucking. All right. So the deal is we're off of the uh, off of the radio and we're 
now on YouTube, Rockfin, DLive, and Periscope. So we're going to keep on doing that and uh, talking about this. So if you guys uh, love the conversation, loved it. I love to hear your thoughts because, again, like I said, we're here teaching teaching each other some things. Because as it goes, well, you don't really know how it goes until you consider it, talk about it, maybe even sleep on it, and come back and talk about it again tomorrow, right? So uh, that's what we're doing. Uh, we keep an eye on these things as they develop, and we'll keep an eye on this as that Vasco project kind of does its thing. And if you want to help, uh, again, uh, that link is down below. Uh, the Vas- it, Just look up Vasco Project, just like it sounds, V-A-S-C-O, and it's uh, citizens just helping uh, helping the sky surveys find where these missing stars actually have occurred. So good stuff. So what we're going to do is take a quick two-minute break, and we'll be right back with more Troubled Minds. We got Kelly on the horn here on Discord, and we'll go we'll go right to him when we come back. So if you guys uh, want to be part of the show, you know what to do. Phone number is up, and uh, there you go. Going to take a quick break. Here's some music, and uh, don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds in just one moment. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are talking about the missing stars from the sky. You may not have noticed, but well, uh, science says there's at least 700, probably closer to 800, that are missing from 10% of our sky surveys that have been matched from the 1950s to current sky surveys. And so, yep, literally just missing, vanished from the night sky. And so, uh, like I said, is there not a more terrifying thing happening here? Uh, Like, this literally turns the whole universe on its head. What happens when these stars just blink out? And what kind of things does it uh, make for, uh, you know, science fiction or religion stuff? Or you tell me, I have no idea. What happens when our sun blinks? We got a problem, don't we? We got a serious problem there. So I don't know. Uh, that's what we're doing. That's what we're hanging out, talking about. And uh, we're taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show. We're into the third hour, which means it's just us. Uh, no radio commercials, no uh, no interruptions. Uh, we're just going to talk about this stuff and uh, to keep taking your calls. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Phone lines are a little bit dicked up, but what can you do? It is a live show and uh, Discord seems to be working a little bit better for that. So Discord's the way to go if you want to be on the show and uh, have like your thought not interrupted by some weird delays and crackling static uh, troubledminds.org click the discord link and uh, we'll put you on the show kelly whenever you're ready my friend let's talk about some missing stars what the hell is going on out there yeah what is going on out there you tell me welcome to the show my friend how are you tonight yeah, how's it going, my brother? How you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good, man. This is this is a weird one, isn't it? Like this is legitimate. This isn't like theory craft. This is like confirmed, and nobody's talking about it. <laughs> what the hell? I, I seen the story, but I didn't really look into it. You know, what I mean, it was kind of like for me telling me that. Uh, is it now? Did you read the story? Obviously, you did. Because uh, can you tell me if it was out of a certain? You know, area of the sky, or are they talking like stars within within stars that are disappearing? Yeah, no, okay. You know, uh, so, so in in the fifties, they did an entire sky survey, the entire visible universe from where we're at. Okay, and uh, what's happening now is that it's they're confirming uh, so so what happened is because it's too much because there's too many stars there's millions of stars in the sky in the visible universe millions right maybe even billions right but what what's happening now is 
we have AI that's gone through the old star surveys from the 1950s and compared them to new star surveys with better equipment now. And what's happening is it's finding discrepancies where we literally have a photograph of a star that is just no longer there anymore. I'll put up an example again on the screen of exactly the type of stuff it's finding because it's uh and so so that so what's to answer your question i don't know if it's like a particular quadrant per se uh but i do know it is less than 10 percent of the visible universe from earth so that's the weird part so as they continue you would expect them to find more of these missing stars so i don't know if it's like you know a particular quadrant for example but i do know it is less than 10 percent so uh, there we go maybe that uh, answers your question there well, the reason why I'm saying that is because <clears throat> if it's 10% of the stars throughout the whole map sky, then, you know, those, are, those would probably just be, you know, death of stars. But if it's in the whole squadron, then, I mean, even if a death of a star, you know, we see one blink out, supposedly, the reason why I didn't look into that is because, you know, even if that happens, that happens all the time. But... We're seeing that supposedly in, you know, in science theory that we're seeing that shit, you know, that happened, what, billions of years ago or millions of years ago, right? And, you know, and their standards saying that, you know, all that's something that it was a flash, but, you know, it, that thing happened, you know, so many, many uh, light years away. So that hadn't happened, you know, so many million years ago or some shit. So that's why I kind of like didn't even look into it because... I don't know. They see that's why sometimes I look at science and they contradict each other. You know, I know they're trying to say they found new revelations or they got new equipment, but still, it's it's still the same thing. You know, it's almost like contradictory in each other. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But the thing is, right? So we're not even talking about like a million years ago. We're talking about literally the 1950s within a human lifetime, and that's that's part of the issue here. So we have photographic evidence of a sky image that has now changed. And it's not, again, it's it, it, like, again, we're talking about probably a small sample when we're talking about, you know, maybe tens of thousands of stars or maybe hundreds of thousands of stars have been, you know, double checked here. But uh, right, still 800 or just just less than 800 is not is absolutely not insignificant. That's a lot of damn stars. And so scientifically, you're, you're correct. But as we as we understand cosmology as it as it sits, the theories are that when these stars vanish, they don't just burn out, right? They're supposed to grow into these these massive red, red, red giants and all this other stuff. There's a process and then they then they collapse in on themselves and become a, a, a brown dwarf. And then right. And then like, that's the thing. And that's part of the problem here is that everything we know about the universe says this this shouldn't be happening and yet there it is black and white on these images it's happening and they're finding more every day that's the weird part yeah yeah. no i i understand what you're saying but uh, what i was saying is that like so the the missing star though that what happened when a star dies and we're seeing it from our advantage that happened millions of years ago so that's what i'm saying but as as if we're seeing that, and it's a whole quadrant, you know what? We're actually catching the glimpse, maybe, of a galactic war, of uh, you know, of, of a weapon able to, you know, kind of like Star Wars, taking out whole planets or, or uh, a whole galaxies, or not galaxies, but a star system, you know? Yeah, I see. So, 
So if it's a particular area, then maybe we are witnessing Star Wars. I see what you're getting at. Uh, I don't know that it is because you've got to think in terms of just like you said, like, uh, you know, the time as the the light years go, we end up these things. If the star blinked out, it was a long ass time ago. I get you there. But just like, you know, five degrees in the night sky is an unbelievable amount of space. So it it would kind of have to be clustered together to be that type of thing, too. So I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. But I would think that's unlikely because that would be notable in the news story, right? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, too. So if if that's okay, so let's say that they're just blinking out like that. And that's actually, you know, that's a lot of stars. You know what I'm saying? If it's in a a certain quadrant. Like you're saying, a little certain section of the night sky. I would say for me, that's a that's a galactic war. You know what I mean? Because again, the whole process that the, you know science says is that goes in. You know, it explodes. The sun explodes and goes goes into a a, a, a you know a small dwarf, a red dwarf. You know, so and it has a lot of. So that's the process, supposedly, of stars. It doesn't, they just don't blink out and just disappear, you know, where they're no longer there. That means that it was either there's a giant fucking black hole sucking everything in or something destroying stars and planetary systems with that. Because, again, you know, if through science, if, you know, if what we're learning through high school or through school anyway, that you're finding out that, you know, that's not the that's not the way a star dies, and if they're totally being blinked out, that's that's saying something. Yeah, well, exactly, and uh, it's it's not it's not just one, uh, and I, I think that's the, that's the the part here that makes this you know notable. The word notable is you know like you could probably explain away a dozen of them, right? Like, be like, okay, this is this is some new phenomenon that we just haven't really. Uh, seen seen happen right and now it's something we can investigate but we're talking hundreds you know like it was it was a hundred a couple three years ago but as they find more and more and more here man it starts to become a little more perplexing because well again right it's it like you can't just block it and not see what's blocking it that would be critically obvious right i mean we're not uh, just just going from memory we have a new photograph of the exact same spot I don't know, man. It's uh, like I said, it, it is, it does turn everything kind of upside down. And even we've got two examples here on the screen, one's from 2007 and one's from 2015. So even in the last eight, in that eight year span, the star blinked out. It's just not there. I don't know, man. This is scary stuff. Uh, do you think that uh, there's maybe something, uh, maybe uh, uh, not, not, uh, not astronomy involved here? Do you think it's uh, possibly something else uh, instead of, uh, or you can continue with the interstellar war if you like. What are your other thoughts on this? Okay, you, it's either that, okay, because, again, it, stars, like you said, just don't disappear out of the sky, you know? Okay, so another thing could be, is, let me think. Uh, I was just thinking while you were just talking. Um, uh, wait a minute. I, I, you know me, man. I got a billion things running through my head at the time. But, <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. You're allowed. Yeah. You're allowed, uh, man. Like, okay, so, or... Uh, here, here it is. So, if we're just taking pictures, this is what we're doing, right? This is what they did. They take pictures and then they comparing, you know, uh, AI is going through and seeing uh, stars that are no longer there. Maybe they wasn't stars. Maybe they were fucking planet sizes uh, best stars that are move about that look like stars at the time. You know what I mean? 
because we're just taking pictures, right? We're not taking like actual zooming in on each and every single star because that would be ridiculous. Yeah, or or like real time video for fifty years type of thing. So so maybe they are in in transit. Maybe they do come and go. Yeah. Just like maybe could be like uh, <coughs> kind of like where they're saying that these planets don't need a star to you know to be alive like rogue rogue planets maybe they're rogue stars because not everything is going to have not every star would probably that's kind of be ridiculous to say that each star would have a planetary system around it too though maybe some stars just don't have them maybe it was two stars and they finally ate each other up and just blew up that's what i'm saying so for just taking pictures uh, instead of just like because like i said there's billions of stars out there now you you know obviously that they're just counting stars like you know you know if you're looking at a picture and you're just seeing okay there was supposed to be a star here now there is no longer one then you're scanning some more and say oh look there's another star that was supposed to be there and it's no longer there so maybe they're either mobile or you know we don't know enough of the universe to understand why whole stars would just blink out or get sucked up again you know it could be a few things you know, a smaller uh, black hole fucking everything up. Yeah, we, we've talked about that in the past. They call them primordial black holes. Maybe they're just too small for us to actually detect. And maybe they come across a star and just, like, gobble that sucker up. And maybe it's uh, – so the thing is, right, you would expect a star that you can see visibly in the night sky. If it gets torn apart by something like a black hole, you would notice something, right? I mean, you would notice something going on with that. But maybe it's on a small enough scale that it just kind of eats it up kind of quietly. And maybe it does blink it out just like that. And maybe that that's, that's another explanation that actually wasn't talked about in that video or some of these articles is that maybe it is like these – Maybe, maybe like a you know a, a a two or three system of these these tiny black holes in orbit around each other, and they just kind of move into a star and take this sucker out, kind of stealth like. I mean, that that kind of makes a little bit of sense too, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it could be like you know, because stars and everything else come from nebulas, right? And it's say you know, and all these things are getting flung out. You know what I mean? So that's where some planets or everything else, a star system would. You know a star would have but maybe it just didn't you know it, maybe it just it was bright at one time and then it just spun out and you know all the everything that was going to be a star just all space dust now you know that's what i'm saying we don't really know and you know what to, to not to be off course here but there wasn't one thing that was kind of like i question all the time and we kind of did that in discord was um like, how do we know all these, like, you know, I understand we have some po very powerful telescopes in space, you know, or we have some here on the planet. But when you're, when you're on the planet, you can only see, what, maybe five hours a night before, you know, it starts getting bright again, you know, you're, to see the night sky. So to map something would take fucking virtually forever, man, years and years, you know, 35, 40 years before they could you know, really say, you know, of something happening, you know, but yeah. like if you, you know, if you use, uh, but how, like for me, it's just like, if you know, all these, these, uh, space magazines or whatnot that I, you know, I, I follow a lot, but they're just saying like, Hey, we know this and this and this about the planet, you know, of uh, this planet is like so many millions of years, light years away. Like, how in the fuck are you guys know this much evidence? <laughs> you know, 
you know, but seriously, like yeah. I'm, I'm talking like unless we have a space force or like a, a secret space program that's already been to these places, because sometimes, man, I don't know, man, like with some of this information, the only way you can really know that much detail is fucking being there. That's my opinion anyway. Yeah. But yeah. So. I, I mean, you know, it's the red shift and the blue shift and the, 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 they, they can measure, you know, how fast the universe is expanding. This, uh, you know, I, I'm with you. It's, it seems very uh, less than precise, let's say. But, uh, you know, uh, these people that, you know, smarter than me uh, say that the mathematics work out. And, but not only that, there's actually another issue with that is people can't even agree on how fast it's expanding. So even the mathematics are foggy from the, the experts, the people that are supposed to know the answers. So yeah, maybe, maybe you're spot on here. Is it, it like the shit is just too damn big for us to know anything about, man, we're basing everything. It, it's just like aliens, right? Like we're all, we're all trying to figure out, you know, all, all, all the scientists on earth are trying to figure out all oh, the aliens and they're trying to make them like us. But come on, let's be real. Like, how 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 similar do you think the aliens are to us? And it's the same thing with the star. Like, how similar do you think all the stars in the whole damn universe are to our sun? That's probably a lot of differences out there, don't you think? Oh yeah, there there is because I like I like I said I, I you know I got my own telescope, and you know there's different colors, there's different sizes and shapes. You know what I mean? They're not all the same. People just, you know, and it's all hydrogen, different types of hydrogen. That's what a star is, you know, or what they call a sun. And I don't know, man, like we have a yellow one, but, you know, there's blue ones, pink ones, purple ones. There's all kinds of different fucking colors. But the thing is, and you know, and each one of them is going to have a different, you know, I, I guess like a different, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, a different mass, you know, a different, and that's why the different sizes, you know, but what's weird is when they blow up, you know, and then they become a dwarf, you know, that their mass is even greater. But anyway, that, get off the subject. But yeah, for me, I don't know, for stars like that, there's, you know, you can, there's um, uh, different possibilities and that would be mine, you know. So it's either a galactic war we're seeing, if it's a whole section of that, that's what I'm saying. If it's a, like a whole section, you got something going on and we're just finally seeing some of it. You know, if we're look, you know, glancing into uh, into outer space and seeing this shit, but it's either that or these things were mobile. You know, they're what looked like a, a star on a picture at one time is no longer there. You know, in the night sky as they take it, you know, within years of difference, or they're just you know something sucking them up like a a, a black hole or something that we can see. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I, again, uh, I'm open to all the theories, and I think that uh, that's that's as as solid as any of these. I mean, we're uh, we're just trying to figure this out as well. I, I don't know if you're interested, but I did just link it uh, back in the uh, back in the chat here. If you want to pull up the actual uh, download, the little widget they have, and help them maybe see, uh, because you know, like I said, it, AI has picked out some discrepancies in the night sky versus the old images, and they're using people, just you and me, to be able to go double check these things and say no no this one's not like that there's something wrong with this particular image that's why it got picked up by the ai right so it is there it's called the vasco project like i said and you can uh, you know spend some time even seeing it with your own eyeballs so an open source science project uh, like you said it'll take forever to, to scan the whole sky and verify so they're asking for help from all the people out there i thought that was a pretty cool thing yeah i would have to check that out you know i didn't hear Sorry, I jumped on a little late. I didn't hear everybody else's theories. That would have been pretty cool. But what's interesting, I don't know if it's, uh, it's kind of a coincidence, but not a weird quinky dinky, but I was looking at 
this uh the new telescope that's what i was you know what i was talking about earlier but it's a new system that i got it's actually the most powerful one that they're looking at, you know that they're using it's called uh they call it fuck i have to hold on you're good I'm, I'm gonna call it. I'm, call, I'm gonna call it the big fucking telescope. That's what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> well, that's more or less what it is. They have a, an abbreviation for it, but this thing is called uh, it's called the Expresso. And what they're doing is using four telescopes, but with you know this new system with lasers, right? So each laser on each telescope, they're looking in four in like four different color variations, and then when they draw it in, that's where the Again, but it's the most clear and what it does is hunting for exoplanets but you know they can that's what i'm saying so when you're scanning the sky they're only got so many hours before they can do it and then when they go back you know 24 hours later they do it again in that same direction but for this one this is one of the most you know this unit here this telescope you know it's the vlt it's called but it's called the expresso it's called the uh, and it stands for the <clears throat> shell Spectrograph for rocky exoplanet and stable spectral optic observations. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kelly, Kelly, that's what I said. The big fucking telescope. (laughs) 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 Everything's got to have a damn gigantic acronym, doesn't it? Jeez. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) That's what they call it, the espresso. But yeah, that's a badass motherfucker too. But yeah. I don't know, man. Just interesting. Space is very interesting to me. Yeah, big time. And basically, what I but what I get a kick at is some of these theories you know that are put forth. You know, I mean, even though we are using some of this stuff, how do they know that we're not looking at the time when this star exploded that it didn't just happen? You know, what I mean, as our visual eyes, how do they know that it's now they're saying that you know how many light years away that we're just seeing history? You know, later on. I don't know, man. That shit, I, I got to wrap my mind around that one. Yeah, totally. Hard. Totally. Uh, so, so do you think maybe there could be something uh, supernatural to this? Like some people have suggested earlier on in the show, uh, I'll, I'll fill you in a little bit, that uh, maybe these are angels in the heavens that are maybe bowing out of the fight. Uh, maybe they are, you know, being reassigned, things like this, is that uh, maybe the stars aren't as we see them. Maybe they're conscious things. and uh, Or maybe, like I said, maybe cosmic eyeballs blinking, you know, for all we know, like all kinds of crazy theories out there that uh, who the hell knows. And and on top of that, what happens when our sun blinks? <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah, you know what? I just came up with a couple things, you know, if you're adding that in there is, you know, what's weird is about, like, um, if we go to Egypt, right, and then uh, who was it? What king was it? King Aten. King Aten. Right? He would believe that. Yep. Aten. Well, he but Aten was the, the his his belief that he they wanted to get rid of all the gods, all the other gods, the, you know, the demigods, and there was only one god, which is the sun, Akhenaten, 
right? Yep. But it's odd called it, and and it's weird too because you know there's a you know there, there's a, lot, a few theories and, and stars are everything's alive in the universe, especially a sun. You know they're saying that it's just you know just a, a gaseous ball that's you know that's flaming out. It doesn't have a you know a, like a surface per se. It's just a you know, it's it's hydrogen, right? And just, you know, expanding and closing on in itself. And how it, but I don't know, man. Some of the stuff that I read on, like, you know, there was that one uh, guy that I post him all the time, too. But uh, I follow him on for a while, too. He's a, a physicist. But his theory is that stars can be used as jump gates, right? But who knows? Even, like, like uh you know, that's, I could go down that one, but <clears throat> the thing about it was that just like volcanoes, too, is like, you know, it's talking about in a singularity. If you have a, a jump engine that goes into singularity, into a singularity, you can pop out anywhere in the universe. Yeah, like, so, same. yeah, I, I thought about you. Somebody brought up a theory earlier, I can't remember who it was, that uh, maybe uh, there's uh, these civilizations out there, like you've described, maybe drawing plasma from these stars. And uh, they actually, you know, just shut the star down. They, they draw so much power from this thing because we talk about exotic propulsion, right? And it can't be done without an, an immense amount of power. And so maybe, as you've described, you know, even in our sun, there's been some images out there that suggest, and some people have claimed that there are uh, maybe, maybe craft using our sun as a power source to open a portal to, to, to do that advanced propulsion. And if, let's, you know, clearly, if you don't want to be seen, you just do it on a star that has no life anywhere around it, right? And you can shut that star down in a matter of who knows how long, however much you can suck the juice out of it, right? Yeah, it's kind of like uh, now that you said that, like, uh, there, you remember the story about, you know, they seen that de- distant star. It, it, you know, and that's how they see that there's planets rotating around it. But it was blinking so much that there would be no way that a planet, that many planets around it. So they, you know... Some people speculated that it's it's like they have a big giant like wheels that are rotating around this star, and you know you could of course hydrogen shit you can make fucking cars out of hydrogen, which is what we should be doing. But yeah, hydrogen is a, a very powerful uh, power source. You know to use the uh, the energy off of a, a a star that yeah man that'd be that'd be incredible. I mean look at us. We're the dumbasses that don't even use the the sun as a power source. Fuck, we're still. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. This thing's been around for billions of years. It's the most powerful thing on here. You, you know, come on. Why are we ain't using the fucking power from the star ourselves? It's ridiculous. Uh, it does seem it does seem silly, especially, uh, and I think that's uh, ba- ba- like we barely talked about extraterrestrials at all tonight. There was some some other theories, you know, regarding who knows, uh, you know, uh, Lovecraftian old ones gobbling up stars way out in there in the in the universe type stuff, you know, like who knows what's really going on. And I think that's part of this is that uh, we don't we don't know, do we? And and again, if it turns cosmology on its head. Uh, maybe maybe stars just die random. Like maybe they just burn out, you know. And which doesn't it doesn't fit the theories. But maybe that shit just happens, you know. For God knows what reason, but maybe that's it's as simple as that, you know. Yeah, just like when you were saying about that uh, the snake thing. That you know that kind of reminded me of that. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of that. Uh, he's an African, uh, like a 
uh, he's an elder, but they call him like a witch doctor. Is uh, I can't remember his name, Huru or something like that. But he talks about some, you know, the reptilians and stuff like that. But and what they're these space brothers are have you know taught them and stuff that's been passed down to him because you know he like I said he they claim like a witch doctor or whatever. But uh, you know all that information that was passed down to him. But yeah, it's almost like a. He talks about a, a there, there's a story in there that there's a, what does he call it? A fire dragon, a fire dragon that goes around eating stars and planets. It's, yes, sir. That's, that's a crazy shit too, man. I'm like, but who knows? Who knows that there's a floating beast out there that fucking eats planets and stars, man. We don't know. I mean, it could be these things that are in like rolling around that, you know, that needs to consume that energy to keep going. Who knows, man? Yeah. Damn, there could be some crazy shit out there. Exactly. Here, check this out. So I found this. This is a full, and and I kept trying to find, and I know, right, uh, with the eclipse, with the, 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 you know, the solar eclipses and the, 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 the lunar eclipses, you know, some of these mythologies of the old days say that it's, you know, like a dragon, you know, uh, like putting its mouth over the sun or over the moon, right? This type of thing. And so I was like, okay, there's got to be some like mythologies in the past describing how these stars disappear. And I searched and I searched and I searched. I spent a couple, three hours today just trying to find some references to this, even in mythology. And it's tough. I did find this, though. Check this out. What mythological dragons eat the world? And that's exactly what you're talking about. Like I said, I like to be prepared prepared for everything. And there's a bunch, right? There's, you know, Galactus from Marvel Comics, the Fantastic Four, it eats planets, right? Got Norse mythology, S-K-O-L-L. I don't know how to say that in particular. Uh, Skull, maybe. Uh, Thang is not a dragon, but consumes worlds. Um, Some some people are describing the Large Hadron Collider might make dragons that eat worlds. (laughs) Who the hell knows? man but there's there's some there's a list here of this same sort of thing and that ouroboros maybe the stars are consuming themselves somehow i like the idea man maybe there's something out there eating these things and uh think about how horrifying that would be some kind of just cosmic entity cruising through the nether and just decides to gulp down a star (laughs) what the fuck man you know what it's kind of interesting that you said that you were looking through mythology about uh, something that's eating the world but you know there's a it's not uh, it's not a world but it, there's a thing that they're claiming that it looks because it kind of like, looks like it because it's in the snake's mouth but on the there's a serpent mound that's swallowing and what looks like an egg and that's what you know a lot of universe like a lot of uh even the hindus and uh some of the older religions they believe that you know the you know leaving the mayans they had like the the universe is sh- or the egg or the earth or the universe is shaped like an egg. But anyway, yeah, the, there's the there's the if you look that up, there's a, like a snake. I think it's the serpent mound, man, and it shows them eating a, like a round object. Interesting. So so I wonder, right? Like like they've described that could be like the. Uh, it's funny the way archaeology does everything. When they find something they don't quite understand, it's like the most obvious thing. But holy shit, maybe maybe the Mayans or whoever knew, boom, we're just gobbling down stars with who like Quetzalcoatl or some shit, right? <laughs> just eating stars. Yeah. yeah, because like all their gods was the flying dragon, you know, or even through all through Asia was a dragon. You know, and then you have the old stories about, you know, the fire dragon that's running around the star system and fucking eating shit. That'd be trippy, man. That would be something that, like, 
that's what I mean. So people, everybody gets all worried about stuff and like, you know, we're just a, we're just a minute thing floating around in space. I mean, every troublesome stuff, there's some troublesome shit that's going on on this planet that's, you know, dire need to take care of, you know, but that's government. We slap them kids around, teach them a lesson a little bit. (laughs) Yes, yes, sir. But like I'm saying, you know, as a, I look at the bigger picture all the time, man, as uh, universal wise, you know, galaxies and everything. That's why I always try to keep a smile on my face, man, because problems that we think that are big problems, they're not big problems. No, nah, man, it ain't shit, is it? <laughs> it's nothing compared to what's going on out there. I agree 100%. Uh, Jack says this in the chat, and I think this is fantastic. Remember, remember the old maps of the world? How, uh, you know, they thought the world was flat and all that stuff. I don't want to get into that right now, but, right, like, and, you know, you on the edges of the maps, there would be pictures of, like, dragons and serpents and sea serpents and shit like this. He says this, there be dragons near the map edge. <laughs> what if, what if as above, so below works in a celestial scale? <laughs> shit. Yeah. I know we could be. Our universe could or the the we could, as far as we could see anyway. Maybe that we're just some like uh like on uh, Men in Black, we're just some marble, you know, on some kid's fucking dresser drawer. You know, what I mean, and he's got fifty marbles with fifty different type of galaxies and shit. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. I think that's the weirdness of this is that. Uh, Nobody knows. It's a, it is one of those fantastic mysteries of the universe. And, and not only that, it, it literally turns everything on its head that, it, that we think we know. And I think that's the best part about it. I don't know. What else you got, my friend? Any, any other theories on this? Do uh, you think maybe this ties into some, the Anunnaki story at all? Is there anything you can recall from either the Emerald Tablets or maybe uh, you know, Sitchin or anything where they described maybe eating suns or using them for power sources? Um, no, I mean, the only thing that was, and this is actually where most of this stuff comes from is it's called the Enuma Elish, which is the seven, the the seven tablets of creation, right? And it's just like the beginning of one of, uh, Zach Fry's book, which is called the Lost Book of Inky. And then what's weird is the story they're telling because when you first read it, you think that, you know, it's, it's going to tell you, uh, and later on, it, it, you know, it goes on about the Anunnaki, but man, it, it, it's like they tell you it's through somebody's eyes of the creation. He's looking through like the creation of part of a universe and uh, particularly our galaxy or our solar system being created, being spun off and then created into planets, and you know what I mean? They're talking about, and then we're talking like if you sit there and watch, like, I don't know, you've seen a movie, like, how a planet would be, how they kind of show uh, a planet from, you know, being created, how hot it was, and it was all volcanic, and then next you know it becomes lush, and they got fucking animals, and then dinosaurs, and then humans, and then, okay, so that's the story they're telling of creation of our galaxy. And that's where the story comes in where, um, but they're, the way the story's told is they're calling them gods. Each planet was a god, right? 
or they gave it like the names of these gods. And that's how, so the planet that was destroyed was, was you know, split in half, right? And the other created what they call the hammer bracelet, which is the asteroid belt. And then the other half, which is the, what they call the head of the planet, which is the Earth, right? So, but anyway, that whole story. But yeah, it talks about something like that. But the creation of of our galaxy, you know, which, you know, in each one of them, like the furthest one, like uh, planet was, uh, is uh, Gaga, which, which is weird because Lady Gaga and that whole shit, you know, you can go down that whole story too. But anyway, <clears throat> yeah, you have Gaga and she is represented as you know the um when they you know when they're when they're from they're coming into their planet as like you know they're uh what are they actually gaga is the first planet because the, when they come in they count planets going in towards the sun and we're the seventh planet so when we're coming in from pluto you know pluto is you know the i can't remember how they call her like you know the the welcomer from you know into the into our solar system but yeah, you know, they didn't really talk about, but the the Galactic War, that's what I want to kind of get into is when Nubiru, and when they explain it when how they went to war, right? So they said Nubiru needed to take out uh, Tiamat, right? Because Tiamat was like the bully or some shit, which means to me, in a Galactic story, because we didn't get that first part, is that, fuck, maybe these two planets were... You know, they were at war with each other and they fucking one blew the other planet up because they, the way they explain it, they, they're not saying that they collided. They said that Nubiru had a weapon like it split the innards of the planet in half, like with his sword. Like it was like shooting weapons or some shit. And it blew that planet up. And that's where you get, you know, and when he came back around from the Shar, you know, which is a rotation back around, you know, he admired his work when he blew up, you know, the planet was just floating around you know, in bits and pieces. So he just took it and then made it a hammer blank, uh, uh, hammer bracelet, right? Which is the, um, the asteroid belt, which is kind of interesting because it all sticks in one area. It's like, it just stuck there, you know, you know, you, you, you would think that it would be like if a planet exploded, it'd be kind of shredded out through and then rotating around in chunks, not in one big line. That's what's interesting to me about that. But anyway, they said the top of the planet, which was Tiamat, which is Earth, which is key, right? And they brought the moon. The moon wasn't from here. And which you hear these old stories and these, you know, they're all, they're not written stories, but there were stories about, or I think even in Greece, too, they talk about before the time before the Earth, you know, before the moon was here. And when the moon came in, that's when you had all this destruction, you know, it caused the tidal waves because, yeah, it's going to create, you know, all that shit, if a planet was coming toward it, but, or, you know, a moon anyway, an object like that, creating all that force, and then, you know, you have all the flooding and shit, but, yeah, that's the only thing that's kind of interesting is, like, you know, that's what, that's why I, you know, I go on, a, you know, that kind of trip, too, that, like, like if the stars are missing like that, it, that's a, that's something galactical that's, you know what I mean? Unless we, we don't really know too much about stars, maybe they just do blink out and, instead of you no know, exploding to uh, something uh, what uh, super a white giant. Yeah, supernova. Yeah, white giant. Yep. Yeah, supernova. When they go supernova, they go to the white giant and then into a, you know, a red dwarf. But again, that's just all speculation too. Anything that's 
unless we're recording it and then have it on, you know, on video nowadays, because even when I was growing in high school, the that's the whole premise of what, you know, the science believed that, you know, that's trying to, you know, that's their theory. That's more or less all science is theories unless you got, you know, you can prove it. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, uh, uh, as the internet says, it picks or it didn't happen, right? <laughs> like, let's see the proof. Let's see the proof of that. And you're right. It's all it, as as I stated when we started the conversation when we first came on. It's the same thing with aliens, right? It's, it's the exact same thing. It, like science, you know, always tries to frame us. And I get it, right? Because you need a reference point. But shit, man, like, like you can't expect aliens to look like us. You just can't. Sure, fine, maybe the grays or whatever. But for for crying out loud, I mean, there's got to be some really weird shit out there. And uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me that maybe there's something out there that is eating stars. Maybe there's some sort of like gigantic, like unbelievably massive entity that's actually alive that's just eating these things. And who knows, right? Where did this come from? Has it been around for a billion years? Who the hell knows, man? That's how much we know about the universe. All that shit is possible. Yeah. That's, I mean, anything's possible. So that's why, you know, I try to believe more in, you know, into the human race than anything. I believe we're more, something's trying to, like, hold us down as a species, you know what I mean? As, a, I'd say, mentally or some kind of, Maybe, who knows, man, all this electrical bullshit that they're throwing in, you know, that saying radar systems and all that shit, we're not used to that. You know, well, our bodies at this time right now, ain't. I mean, we do adjust. There's adjust to it, but there's a limit, man. And I don't know. Sometimes that seems to be that that's, that's why, it's like, the Earth, we can have peace, man, but there's other things in the, in the mix that's it's hard to explain, man. And And for me... I, I see again. I go on to the whole galactic thing, where I, you know, I've been on down many rabbit holes, and you know, and the story still seems to be the same, even from ancient Anunnaki all the way down to like you know, supposedly these government of people that used to work for the government, you know, back in the forties and fifties, and they're coming out and saying, yeah, you know, they went into this one, this one story was where this guy he was working, you know, for he was under, um, I think the Secretary of Defense or some shit. I can't remember the exact one, but they were going down and they said they were going to go have a UN meeting, but they were going underground. And when they got down there, he said, you know, the whole forum and everything looked like, you know, what you see on TV where it was the UN. But in all actuality, there was three big ass seats in the middle of the stage. And then he said his and his story was that when they, you know, when it all came attention, there was these three tall white alien beings you know they were very tall about 10 11 feet and they came out and you know the shit didn't happen until you know they came around sit down in their in their chairs and then you know they listened to all the bitching and whining but they you know they were actually the ones you know there was people saying yeah you know between war or whatnot and then after you said oh you seen all that that changed his whole theory on you know his whole thought about government and everything else that you know what the what the hell is really going on you know that's some, you know, that's, when you hear that, and then you hear, like, you know, and then you read stories, like I said, you know, the first written of man that we know of, the oldest anyway, which the, you know, Sumerians, and they're telling you the exact same shit. They came down here, and yeah, they ruled the shit, you know? Yeah. You might, you might have visitors of other species and other planets came around throughout time, and, 
you know, and that's of course a possibility, but well, you know, I don't know, man, to me, it just, but what's weird is, you know, some scientists believe like if, you know, they were looking at into the aliens, like you're saying, why did they all, most of them, they were kind of peculiar about their, why they all, so, you know, two arms, two legs. Why not look like, you know, we had this conversation. Why not look like, I don't know, like aliens or predator or nothing that's got like, I don't know, 50 million legs or some yeah. shit. Like an octopus that flies through space, like weirder though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the, like, think about it. We have an octopus in the ocean here on earth. So why the hell would aliens not look weirder than that? <laughs> I mean, come on. It, it just stands to reason, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oxygen makes a uh, water would be, you know, and I was looking into a crazy thing now that we're off subject, but like, uh, I was, there was a, um, it was a peer review on uh, like when they were talking about with water, uh, you know, they did, they've had doing these tests on water for about 80 years. And there's two cycles of water that's, that they were saying that's uh, pretty remarkable, you know, that they didn't even know that was there. But I don't know, man. And, and throughout the universe too, you know, hydrogen, well, of course, hydrogen, but you need oxygen, but you add the two together. I don't know, man. It just brings life. You find that shit through everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's, 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 a, it's a crazy universe here. And, and I think that's, that's really, I, I think that's where we're getting at. Like, I'm sure it doesn't surprise you a single bit that we don't know everything there is to know about the universe. It doesn't surprise me even in the slightest. And so the fact that maybe stars just dip out, they're like, later, guys, peace, right? Like, maybe that's a thing, you know? Maybe it's a particular type of star that we've never even considered. Uh, who the hell knows, man? And so, you know, some people have said they're transiting objects, possibly. I don't know, dude. I'm with you. Like, the, it, it's a wide universe out there, and for us to even consider, and this is this is what troubled minds is about, anyway. You know this. It, like, the, the joke the joke is that humans and their human hubris, we think we know everything, right? That just the like we we try to play God with everything, and well, all you have to do is look up. And there's proof right there. Proof is in the pudding. We don't know shit about anything. And there it is. <laughs> there it is. It's like uh, waking up in the morning. I don't know if when someone asks you a question. I don't know shit about shit. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, when you were getting to the uh, to the point too, where you know that hours, even our sun, you know, who knows when this thing's gonna blink out? And that's another reason. That's another reason why humans need to get into outer space. And move, you know, because a star is only going to last for so long. And if you want to keep the human race perpetuating even through space, you're going to need to move to a different planet where there are newer star systems or at the, you know, inhabitable zone that has been there for a minute. Yeah, you got life, vegetation, you know, for doing all the probing and shit. That's what we should be doing because humans need to get into space. This ain't the, you know, on the planet, yes, it can be saved, you know, we're, you know, of course it can, it just, but at the same time, the bigger picture, if the star dies out, everybody dies out. So yeah, we need to get to outer space. Amen to that. And that's the craziest part. What, what if it's calm and stars blink out all the time? And what if, right, again, this is the thing, right? We're talking about the lifetime of a star. Just by taking one person that you know 
engaging the lifetime of a person doesn't mean all people live the same length of time, right? Doesn't mean they all pass away, expire the same way, right? There are all kinds of variables there. So to just take our star and extrapolate all the things we know onto all the stars in the rest of the universe, it seems flawed. <laughs> it seems flawed. Eh, what can you do? <laughs> what can you do? I, I remember doing a science project one time and it was talking about how long the life would last on the, you know, the surface of the planet. If the sun went out, I think it'd be less than 72 hours. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, because every, you know, every plant, everything alive on the plant needs the sun, you know? Everything survives off the sun. Everything. Whole life grows off the sun. You know I mean? Yes, there's shit that grows in the dark, but that's, you know, that was a fungi. But we're talking like anything else, you know? Even the deepest darks of the oceans, yes, but still, even the water would need sun. Everything would need sun. If everything, that thing blink out, we'd be dust in a matter of days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Night Stalker adds in the chat, really dark winter. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There's the Great Reset, Kelly. The Great Reset's going to be the sun blinking out. It's going to wink at us. It's going to be a fucking wrap. <laughs> uh, the long winter. <laughs> winter is coming. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it is crazy that this is a real thing. And uh, again, you know, like I, like I, I continue to say, I'll keep saying it. I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked that science doesn't have it all figured out. I, I'm just not. We're working with so, such a limited data set and, you know, uh, assuming a ton of things. And so uh, here it is. Here it is. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Anything else while we got you on? We're running out of time here. But as you know, you're, you're welcome to stay as long as you want. I don't know, man. I'm, I was just wanted to give in. I, I mean, like I said, I missed everybody's uh, stuff earlier, but um, I just wanted to give uh, some of my thoughts on that. Pretty Good interesting, best. though. Yeah. All right, brother. Fucking right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. You know us. Well, uh, if this something changes, we'll come back and revisit this. <laughs> All right, brother. You guys have a good evening. Thanks a lot, Kelly. You too. You're the best. We'll talk to you later. Kelly in Colorado. Been calling for years, literally years on this show. I can, uh, right? Like I can say that now, years. And uh, he, he's been a he's been a, a large part of uh, the troubled minds for a very long time. Uh, what's up, Mary? Mary's got some great uh, great calls here. I'm going to read some of this chat. Mary says Kali is coming. Uh oh, uh oh. And hold on, Mary had a really great. Uh, uh, let's see, Mary. Let's see. Hold on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Let's see. Pretty sure it's flat. What's that? Mike D for life says so pretty sure it's flat. Uh, there there be uh, there be dragons on the edge of the map. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Mary Mary Cine Helena said something earlier that uh, was amazing uh, several times, but I'm going to find, let's see, one that caught. Uh, let's see. Um, so, oh, here we go. So wonder if these sites are stars that are vanishing. Sinkholes, maybe. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Sinkholes, maybe. Now think, think of the universe as we know it in Einstein... Uh, cosmology, all right, Einstein physics, means that uh, space-time has a curvature, and the stars, which are, again, gigantic things, have a ton of gravity, if it actually sits in that well of space-time, what if space-time itself can become weakened somehow, and maybe cause a sinkhole? Maybe cause a sinkhole. 
where that star suddenly dips out into where? Where would it change to? Where would it go to? It would change universes, wouldn't it? It would be like it kind of dipping through a black hole into the whatever's on the other side. I don't know. Crazy stuff here. Uh, amazing things to think about. Uh, great stuff, Sherry, in the chat there. If you guys are, again, if you guys are not on Rockfin, you're missing out. Uh, go, go. Uh, all the comedians are on Rockfin giving us a lot of good shit over there. Uh, funny every single night. Robert says, the lack of a starry sky may just be because the silver particles put in the atmosphere to dim the sun also reflect away the starlight. Oh, God, I hope that's not the case. I hope that's not the case. What's up, Daryl over there says, what if the other galaxies, when the sun is eternal and you never die, aging is dependent on how many rotations around the sun? What if you don't rotate? Oh, maybe time stops. Maybe time stops. What's up, Mary Helena? Uh, Mary Cindy Helena says, a mirror to our unconscious. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't know. Earth is a mirror to heaven if it's our reflection. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, that's that's what we're talking about here. I have no idea. I don't. You guys know me. I, I'm not the answers guy. I'm not trying to convince you of anything. We're just going through the possibilities, asking some questions here, and uh, considering that, well, uh, you know, uh, as humans, we don't know shit about anything, do we? I think that's uh, that's really the bottom line of what one of the major themes of this show is that uh, you know we we like to be able to say, oh, every, you know, 233,000 years or so, this kind of thing fucking happens on the earth. But we don't really know. <laughs> I mean, come on. We don't really know. I mean, come on. You know, let's just say there's evidence to suggest. All right. There's evidence to suggest. But anyway, that's what we're talking about tonight. You guys know the drill. This is Troubled Minds on Michael Strange. Uh, you out there, Jay? You ready Ready for the uh, the J-Tro? Let's do this. Let's wrap this sucker up. Uh, yeah, uh, there you go. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, Sherry says, Ice Age coming for sure. Uh, and yeah, uh, I've heard that before. Remember, Gregory said that back in the day. Gregory, who used to join us on Facebook, but now Facebook is shut down. What's up? Sherry said that uh, they're still promoting my show on Facebook. Is that right, Sherry? Is that really happening? It shouldn't be. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing anything over there. Interesting. Okay, so uh, what we're doing is we're talking about the stars missing from the sky. And this is a real thing. Uh, in a survey of one-tenth of the visible universe from Earth, uh, we have uh, approximately between 700 and 800 missing stars since 1950. Since the 50s, all right? So they took images of the night sky back then, and they're comparing them to newer images today. And we have between 700 and 800 missing stars in less than 10% of the night sky, which means, again, simple math means there may be seven or 8,000 missing stars if, if it's, a again, uh, spread equally all over the, uh, the visible universe uh, from us. So I don't know uh, what the hell's going on here tonight. Thank you guys for all the great takes. Let's do the... Uh, Let's do the let's do the the, the outro, the J tro. Welcome Jay in New York. Welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm fantastic, Mike. Glad you made it back. Nice, thank you. Um, yeah, it is good to be home. Uh, I can't cannot deny that. Um, wow, this was a great one today. Thank you. Um, millions and millions of thoughts on it. Really, I mean, you know, the Death Star going out there. Reminds me of that Stargate Universe show where they were using the ancient um, spaceships and they were refueling it with the stars. What if they just overloaded it and it's like, we're all going to these places and stuff like that. Swing by this star right here and pick this one up and they burn it out, you know? 
I mean, the angels taken off because, you know, they had to go somewhere else. The one thing that makes me think about it is I'm looking at those stars the way that they are, you know, and there's depth there, you know. I noticed that in that one picture that you posted up there with the video, with the the, the first video, the YouTube video there, that the one star up to the upper left-hand corner was also dimmer in that picture. It just makes me wonder whether or not these things are in different planes. You know, this one's only 80,000 light years away from this one, and the rest of it behind it are 100,000 light years behind it. So they move faster, you know, just to keep it in scientific check. Yeah, well, I, I think I think again, there's probably there's probably a lot of that at play here. Meaning that from 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 such a such a vast distance that you know there may be things that obscure these stars, right? Like maybe something is in transit between us and that star, and it's so many light years we can't detect it. That would make sense, but it would also make sense that we would be able to see something, maybe like an eclipse, right? Like the eclipse of the sun, like we said uh, with the the serpent eating its tail situation you would expect to see the transit of that star being covered. But like Kelly said also, how the hell would you know unless you were like had a video on that star for 50 fucking years? How the hell would you know? Well, I mean, absolutely. You know, I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, is there a new star in a quadrant two or three off to the northeast of that one, you know, 50 years later? I mean, cross-reference and all that material would take you forever you know, and ever. I mean, 10%. They're saying they've only done 10% of it. Yeah, 10% of the visible sky from Earth, yes. And personally, I have noticed, I mean, I live in New York, so, I mean, we have the airplane traffic that pollutes our night sky, so we're not really allowed to look at the stars here. But I do notice that when I do see them, that all you really see are the navigational landmarks in the sky. You know, somebody said in the chat with the sextant and navigating the seas and all of that. Is that, why did they use those stars to make those navigational things? They didn't pick the one that burned out for whatever reason. You know, have any of those burn out? Uh, like the we North Star? That. Like the North Star? No, no. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously not the North Star, because like, we can see that. Prominent in day. the sky. Prominent stars in the sky. Right. So we're just talking about little dinky ones there. Are they in some kind of a line? I don't know. That's the thing. So I think without, you can pull the data, but I'm not sure without like a, you know, a 3D representation you're able to, you know, because the sky is so vast, the visible universe. Like Kelly had that good question. I don't know. I, like I looked at the data itself and it's data. So without right, like kind of, you know, like a hologram sort of situation from like the, the holodeck and Star Trek or some shit, it's really difficult to be able to say, yeah, you know, they're all from this quadrant to the sky sort of thing. So I don't have those answers. No. You know, I just, I mean, I remember teaching kids astronomy, you know, no, I don't want to say it, but like 30 years ago, 
<laughs> and we're, all, we're all getting old. Well, I mean, you had the you had the great big wheel, and you it, it was two paper wheels, and one you spun a wheel to the time of the year that it was, and the other wheel was the stars for the time of the day. You had a kind of like a slide rule. You had to use them both together, so you could pick out the stars and everything else like that, and point them to you know out to the kids so they could get their merit badge. But, you know, you look at it as, like, if one of those stars were missing, that, you know, they're staples, you know, that's, you know, Bailey, and we were having a conversation in one of the chats after hours one time and stuff like that, and she was saying something about how our father sailed from California to Hawaii with a sailboat using nothing but the stars. I mean, that's, in a sailboat, that's quite a trip. You know, and we use, I don't know, Mike, you know, we start talking about the stars and <laughs> disappearing and stuff like that. You know, I mean, what is it? You know, is it, you know, the Death Star going in there like Kelly was talking about, you know, <laughs> gobbling up all that crap that Night Stalker was putting in the <laughs> Discord there with the demons and the, you know, dragons and stuff like that all come into it too you know eating them up just so they got enough energy to get to the next star when they're hungry like a great white shark swimming through the ocean leaving one seal b and picking the other one out well i just ate today i'm not hungry <laughs> i'm not hungry yeah yeah uh, the, the crazy thing here's another one too here's another theory that just uh, developed in the chat matt says this what's up matt in california says so the stars could already be gone and their light is still reaching us. And so I said, all the stars are gone and we're finding out slowly. Oh, shit. <laughs> but then there would be new ones, right? I mean, I mean, in the nebula thing and stuff like that, I mean, the, the five-year-old is really getting interested into space and we brought him on those planetariums, you know? So it's always evolving. Space is always, you know... It becomes this, and then it becomes that, and then it moves on to the other thing. You know, it's got you know, 36 slides that we can put into his planetarium. We have to have a conversation about them each night, but the thing is, those we look at those things, it's like, did it just move on to something else? Like the, you know, the angel theory, you know? Did they have to go somewhere else to help out? Did they have to... You know, make themselves into a nebula or something like that that we really can't see because it's that far away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 there we go. Penny says space <laughs> is fake. The projector, the projector broke. That's all. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Someone sneezed on the slide. <laughs> or, or like Robert. Now there's a whole crap load more stars. Yeah, yeah, you're it exactly can always right. be the aliens poking <laughs> the holes in our lid to make sure that we got enough air so we don't die. You know, it's there you go. One of the funny memes that go around. Yeah, somebody somebody said uh, they they just need to clean the dome off. That's all the, the firmament. <laughs> somebody needs to take Windex to the firmament. Uh, all, all kinds Here's of a crazy things. one for algorithm if he's still listening. Took is that all the LED lights and everything else that we're putting up on our street poles and stuff like that, they're just radiating energy so we can't see them anymore. 
Yeah, you know. so so that exists. That's that's for real because I I've seen that in parts of the city here, right, where you have those neon lights or whatever the hell they are, those LEDs, and it, it washes out the sky. I think that's part of what's happening with like the our perception of vanishing stars, kind of in cities. But I also think that like this is not that at all. We're talking about space surveys, right? So uh, two completely separate things, but it still kind of results in a similar fashion to us on Earth, right? We're looking up and going, "Where the fuck are the stars?" Like th- things don't look like. Could it be the America. satellites and Elon Musk's, you know, Neuralink, you know, up there with his what is the internet thing that he's got up there now? Can't remember. Uh, yeah, uh, Starlink, Starlink. Starlink. So his Starlink satellites up there aren't blocking some of the view, you know. Hey Jay Gates wanting to put his little mirror things up there in the sky that are reflecting the sun so we don't have, you know, global warming or messing with the radio telescopes that are taking these pictures. Yeah, for real. How much has gone on in the last fifty years from when we started taking those pictures to now? Well, exactly. And that's part of it. And like Kelly was saying, it's so vast. The sky is so vast, it's impossible to know. So AI has done its thing, right? They fed the data in and it's kind of compared and done all the things, but they still need to verify all of it. So uh, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it make people shit their pants tomorrow if they extrapolated the data from just the AI and said, oh, by the way, guys, since 1950, 10,000 stars have gone missing from the sky. (laughs) 10,000, right? Mm. Well, that that would be nuts. That would be you know? nuts. That would be nuts. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it would ask a whole lot more questions. You know, why? Where'd they go? What happened? You know, actually, we finally asked a question that didn't have to involve money. Did we? I think so. What Unless it? it's the aliens going out there and harvesting <laughs> the stars to make money. What was it? Have a good night, guys. You got everybody's dipping out here and there. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. I know it's a long show. It, it is intentionally, so w- we can include you. That's part of the whole uh, the whole thing here. Like I said, uh, together we're better. So thank you, guys. Um, not everybody's leaving, but uh, yeah. I don't know, Jay. If you got to pin this down to one thing, what would you say? If you got if you got to say, you know what? I think it's probably this. What do you think it is? Oh, geez. It's the aliens using the stars for power. I like that one. They just ran the gas station dry. I like that one. I like that one. They build a Death Star, and it takes a whole star to get it to the next galaxy that they want to destroy because they haven't joined yet. That's my theory. All right. I like that theory. I like that one. There's, There's a lot of good ones. I like the angels. The angels in the heavens have uh, been losing the fight, and so they're dipping out. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Lots of good stuff here, man. And as you know, this is a, this is a conversation we'll continue as more of this stuff comes out. Uh, you know, we've been looking at the fast radio bursts and things like this. You know, as that science develops and they learn more, we'll talk about it then too. So we're we're in no uh, we're in no hurry here. What's up, Penny Bunny? Everybody, follow the Curious Bunny on YouTube. Got to run. Just starting a little live stream while I'm on a night shift. Right on. Oh, there you go. When we're done. Penny Bunny, the Curious Bunny, starting a live stream. There it is. There it is. We could, we, we could stack them up. James just did one before us. We did it now. Penny Bunny's next. Go get him, Penny. Go get him. Go get him. Uh, I want something, she says. You you want something? Did I you? got some tea. You got some tea? You right. want some Snoop 
Snoopy T. Snoopy T. All right. Yeah. Sounds fantastic to me. Sounds very, very good. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this. You got a quote for us, Jay? Uh, what's up? Uh, what's up, Liam Martin? I see you there. Uh, the famous Liam Martin, by the way. Liam Martin has his own podcast. Uh, I'll I'll share you the link as soon as I get it. Uh, he also uh, did the uh, the here. I'm going to play this just for a little bit. The famous Liam Martin shows up. This is his little mashup. Hang tight, Jay, for just a moment. I think it's important to point out Liam Martin one more time. He made this. We are talking about healing. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. I'm doing Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. I think that's enough of that. You guys, you hear it when we go to the back to the top of the hour. That was uh, sent to us by our good friend Liam Martin. Thanks, uh, thanks again. I want to, I want to make sure to uh, to give people the love that help us out with the show. So it's important. Um, there you go. Go ahead, Jay. Let's do the outro. What kind of music you want, man? You want something a little more stark? You want something a little more peppy? You want something? What do you want, man? What's on your mind tonight? Um. I don't know if I know what Stark means. Uh, like the end of the world's coming. How dare No, we don't want that. <laughs> no, we don't want that. We totally don't want that. We want the opposite of that. Okay, the opposite of that. Let's see. Uh, we, I think we got some of that. What do we got here? How about... Uh, what is that? Uh, let's see. Let's see. I think we got this. Let's try, let's try this. All right. Music's playing. You're up, sir. If there were no night, we would not appreciate the day, nor would we see the stars and the vastness of the heavens. We must partake in the bitter with the sweet. There is divine purpose in the adversaries we encounter every day. They prepare, they purge, they purify, and thus they bless. Chains e. Faust. Fantastic. As above, so below. Without the dark, we cannot appreciate the light. And here we are, trying to bring the light to a universe that seems ever-darkening as the the stars blink out in plain view of the world and everybody. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us tonight. Don't worry, I'm not a doom preacher. I don't believe that the world is ending. I think we're good here. I think that uh, as long as we keep punching with our consciousness up, I think we're in a good we're in a good spot. Thanks again. Take back the night. What's up, Night Stalker? Hell yes. That's what this is all about. Thanks again, guys. You guys know the drill. We'll be back tomorrow night. More Troubled Minds, 7 p.m. Pacific. Spread the word, please. If you want to support the show, Rockfin, you can sub up there. we still got the Patreon up. Uh, it's uh, pro- They take like 30%, and that fucking sucks. So if you want to support the show, Rockfin is the best way. You can buy some merch. You can find all that stuff down below in the links. If you got uh, requests, whatever, you guys let us know. Show requests. You want to be on the show as a co-host. You're always invited. Let us know. Let's schedule something. I'm talking to you out there. So um, if you can hear me, I'm talking to you. Also, the phone number is persistent. If you're listening to this on the podcast feed and you want to give us your take on maybe dragons eating the sun, call us. Leave us a message. We'll play it on a future show. I get people leaving me uh, voicemails that are pretty good stuff. So I'll play them when they're relevant. And uh, maybe we should just play them anyway. But uh, definitely good stuff. 702-957-1037. Send us your thoughts on this show, feedback, anything else. If you just want to say hi, 
we know everybody can't catch us live, and so an archive is an archive. It's our way of time traveling. The Troubled Minds time travel is you listening to an archive. So thank you. Appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks so much for spending time with us. Like I always say, you could be doing a million things right now, but you're here instead. How do I do the heart thing? There you go. I don't think I can do it. Can I do it? I can't do it. There we go. Hearts go out to all you guys. Celestial hearts to each and every one of you. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. Let them have it, Jay. Oh, the whoa. Ow. See you guys tomorrow. The full moon's over. I'm not as good at Full moon's city. over. We'll also be in the Discord hanging out. If you guys want to come chat it up, we'll be there. I've got some work to do yet, a couple hours after the show, cutting up podcasts and doing all these other things. So we usually hang out a little bit. So join the Discord, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. Get your ass in here. Thanks again. You guys are all the best. Thanks, Jay, for hanging out. Thanks for uh, staying up so late with us. Talk to you guys soon.